That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wint. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. Force Radio, we're about to get into some trailer reactions, the Killing Joke reaction. Um, actually, last minute, we're actually going to cover Batman Detective Comics number 937, which just hit the shelves today. A ton of extras for the year anniversary of Bat Force Radio. We got a special guest in tonight, a very good friend, Adrian, a.k.a. Ayo, Mr. Big Geek. Welcome. What's going on, gentlemen? What's going on? Welcome, nice welcome, to be on the show. Welcome in, yes. brother. Um, you Thank know, you. we got Arkham Asylum LPC from Jersey, Grandpa Batman from Texas. I think Robert, Robert Rich is running late today. I think he had to pick up some Dunkin' Donuts, so he's hopping over. <laughs> <laughs> so, Robin with the Tim Hortons. Wrapped up some SDCC coverage, but uh, we're still buzzing off that. So, real quick, uh, Adrian, you want anything interesting that you saw uh, coming from the convention this year that you. Oh. Oh, plenty, plenty, dude. <laughs> you know, besides uh, all the new uh, toy releases, uh, we got a, a lot of good uh, movies that are coming out. A lot of good shows that we're geeking out. If you want to say, right. we're we're just, just we're just on that serious nerd shit, bro. And it's a good time to, you know, I'm telling you, it's a good time to be into this shit. If you're not, uh, you're missing out. What else can I say? It's, they always bring the heat when it comes to SDCC. It's a great fucking venue to visit. If you guys ever get a chance to in your life, if you get in, you get in. It's all about luck now, I guess. Yeah, I, I got lucky this year with NYCC. Um, first time I've ever got a three day pass. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> like what are like the top things uh that you saw coming out of sdcc that you definitely want to get some pre-orders on figure wise i mean come on if, if if you know what i do and what i'm about i mean shit it's the marvel legends dude i'm right. like super hyped on what's coming you know, Wait, some yeah. of those that jim lee cyclops is sick i'm dude. telling you dude <laughs> that shit i mean i have the original toy biz one from the x-men line like from 2003 which it's it's good on its own but this one just looks like it's he looks meatier dude you know what i'm saying he, like yeah, they filled them out more that mold they're fucking with now mm. it's, it's just perfect with, for these kind of figures and um I'm, I'm super super excited for that wave uh there was a lot of misses uh you know i'm not gonna fuck with a lot of, too much of those legends i, I don't need to build every build a figure there's like i can cherry pick from some of those but when it comes to something like x-men dude i'm all about it all so right. yeah. i just bought that whole that whole new wave what do you think i love it it's it's excellent bro it's like a 10 out of 10 i think it's one of their first solid waves in a while you know what i'm saying dude i was telling bullshit, about so. the wolverine dude that wolverine is unreal well, the that's thing the one too, I want they, the most. Yeah, they scaled it down to his actual size when you compare it to the other figures. I mean, you can't have a, a Wolverine standing six inches with the rest of them, dude. It doesn't make sense yeah. when it comes to, to your photos. You know, you can work with angles. Those, those guys who are doing the toy photography, you, you know what to fuck with. You know, you get the right angle. You, you, get, you get the right uh, setting in the background. You can work with it. But with this figure, you don't have to do all that nonsense. You just set them up, and you take your shot. You're po good to go. Pose them shits. Pose them shits. <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly. Are, are you the one that came up with that? 
Um, no, I, that I have to give credit to my buddy Eric, who is in Houston. I think uh, he is comic figures. He's one of the best when it comes down to posing figures and just just overall toy photography. He is a fucking beast, guys. I recommend you guys check out his page. That's at Comic Figures. He is uh, one of the biggest inspirations I have when it comes to doing that. Him, I, our Cycle Ninja is another, and my buddy uh, Terosity, who is a beast. I mean, those three guys, dude, if you want to learn about posing your figures, you go to those yeah. guys. Like, Did you make up read them shits, though? Read them shits? No, I, I, I have to give that to you. I think that was, <laughs> I think that was you. I'm stealing it from you. I'm telling you right now, everybody who's hearing it, you know, I love I love that saying. Oh my you God. got hashtag pose them shits. Yeah, That's crazy. and hashtag read them. Like, you ain't reading comics? I'm going to put that with my pool. We get the trunkler on, he'll be like, shit them shit. (laughs) Shit them shit. (laughs) No, that dude, it just goes with the flow. Just read them (laughs) shit. If you buy them, read them, bro. They're not just for pretty pictures. Some of the artists are great. Get them. But there's some great stories in these books right now. Yeah, there's some great stories in these books. Right now, let's crack open Detective Comics 937, man. You guys um, go ahead. You know, right? I'll tell you after after reading this one today, I think Detective to me is probably my favorite rebirth title right now. It's just insane. I I, I can't believe Tynan's writing this book right now because it's uh, <laughs> every issue has been solid. But crack open the gates, man. What'd you guys think? Uh, Yo, before you even crack it open, dude, the standard cover alone. Go with the American flag, dude. Oh, man, that is a badass cover. Dude. Mm. I love it. Is that Finch? Did he do that? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm looking at the signature now. Uh, no, it doesn't look like him. Can't really make out who did it, but um, it kind of makes Barrows. a lot of sense because uh, I guess because he's going up against a Batwoman's father who's like super patriotic soldier. So I guess that he's a he's a real piece of shit. Yeah, dude. That last issue, I was like, what the oh, fuck damn. is happening, dude? Dude, you saw that first page when they're going through his utility belt. Yeah. Oh, the, he has the rebreather and all the lock picks, and uh, they're looking. He's like, "Wow, any battering?" They have a piece of kryptonite. They were like, "Yep." You know how much this would run on the black market? <laughs> <laughs> I love how they got him in custody, but then he's just, you know, playing with his time until he like, was he pop a tooth out to freaking uh, <laughs> expel some gas or some shit to get out? <laughs> It's a fucking Batman, dude. You know when it comes to being creative, you know <laughs> only he can get away can, with shit. Only Batman get, keeps he... gas um, <laughs> contained in his tooth for when he has to spit it out and escape. Well, oh, this is a question I wanted to ask you guys. I know you guys brought it up on the last show. Do you guys think he let himself get caught? I thought That's, so. You know what I'm saying? That's something Batman's been known to do, just to get to the deeper side of shit. Something to that extent. I I didn't. I wasn't convinced that he just. He was just defeated like that for some reason. Yeah, it just didn't sit yeah. well with me. Because, um, like, if shit was really going down like that, he would, like, fall back. Pop smoke, he's out. You know what I mean? That's his yeah, thing. Yeah, I hear you. I, I feel like he did, personally, I feel like he did let himself get caught so he can penetrate whoever the fuck these assholes are. Dude, there's a little panel when he fucks. Before he spits out his tooth, he has this little smirk. Like, he's like, oh, it's on now, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime Batman smirks, you know shit's about to go down, dude. I love it. I love how they, they, he, he was, like, sedated or something, and he was waking up again, and they were like, you know, I don't know what, give him give him another dosage or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fucking Batman. Bring <laughs> him in, They have an X, X-ray on his skull, and they're like, oh, Lord, his tooth has something. He has something in his tooth. <laughs> this is fucking Batman. Now, I got to be honest with you guys about something. So when the whole rebirth thing started, this was a bug detective that I was worried about. I mean, Finch and Keane, they had me with that bat. I, I had to fucking get that, dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I was on that from the go. 
detective, I was like, shit, I don't really know this guy. It's fucking bad, man. I got to give it a shot. Mm. And I was worried. But once I got done with number one, number two, I'm fucking in for the long run, dude. They got me. Yeah, and now with this one, it looks like this just this book is just gonna pop off, bro. It is. Uh, they uh, a lot of people are skeptical because of the whole Clayface thing as well. Like, oh, why is yeah. Clayface a good guy on the team? Dude, dude, I was one of those guys. Yeah. I was one of them. I, mean, I was, to be honest. I mean, but I like. Yeah, it. I, I can understand people feeling. Even Trunkler was like, Trunkler was like, nah, I, I don't know, <laughs> no bat. Uh, Clayface, a, ba- a yeah. good guy. Yeah, cool. This one, <laughs> but, dude. Uh, but after the whole ball thing. From last issue, mm. come on, dude. <laughs> that was. Did you guys see the underground um, railroad? This uh, Tim Drake has set up with these pods, and uh, you know, you know what this brings us right back to, right? Remember, no. Remember Nightfall when um, they were using that bat tran. I think it oh, was shit. going underground. Yeah, this goes oh, right shit. back to what he was talking about when he originally invented it. But now they they were they're going in these uh, these pods can go how many times faster than the Batmobile? Like 20 times faster 20 times shit. faster than the Batmobile so uh, yeah that's pretty badass man um, the, the way that they uh, drew his uh, expression alone Clayface look is that is that a bad train that shit dude <laughs> that shit had me right there like motherfuckers yeah that's, that's dope dude that was pretty sweet yeah and then uh, that was pretty cool like Batman so Batman's like in this uh, military training facility with these Batman or whatever the fuck, and he's going through some someone's office, and they have a Dark Knight Returns little poster on the wall. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Who saw that? Yeah, right there next to the post-its. Yeah. Under the post-its. The yeah, post-its. that was a fucking nice touch, dude. Who's this kid? This kid was recruited by these guys to develop some training <clears throat> devices or something like that. I don't know. He's a computer with right. He, yeah, he like, like hacked dude. into the yeah. He hacked into their uh, system at fourteen and sent him a paper on how he did or something. Right. Yeah. And so they got recruited. Yeah, they recruited him to help develop this new army of Batman. Um, and he shows, like, sur- surveillance footage of them penetrating some facility and taking control over a bomb that was going to go up for something or, or be deployed. <laughs> Batman, was Batman breaks his arm or something? That was pretty funny. <laughs> Fucking kids going for a gun in front of Batman. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, but the important thing with those panels is those people that are for the military, like the Bat military, I guess, Right. They're actually shooting and killing people, even though they have Batman's training. Right, because he's asking them how many fatalities. Uh... Right, and then the kid's like, oh, I got more like, gruesome shit. You want to see that? He's like, no. Yeah. They look a lot like Arkham Knight, these characters, these Batman or whoever they are. They do. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah they do. Yeah, that's a good call. Dude. Kate's father comes, a real asshole. He's talking to... It's his uncle. Yeah, it's Batman's uncle. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So really, yeah, Uncle Jake, he calls him, which is really weird. That's kind of a mind trip. It's on his mother's side. Right. Yeah. Father shows a hologram of Batwoman, but in some kind of futuristic military style Batwoman costume. So I'm not too sure what that was about. Any guesses as to why that could be going on? Are they going to create an army of her? Or are they talking about her being a potential leader of this militant that's, organization? That's how I took it. Right. I, yeah, her being the, the, the front man, if you will, of this uh, new League of Assassins. Right, he's talking about the League of Shadows in Gotham City, and uh, Bat's talking about how that was just a myth or something. That's uh, kind of interesting. So yeah, It's very interesting, yeah. Because I want to, oh, I'm, I'm dying to see if, like, you know, they're talking about people watching, they're here, now it's League of Shadows, is it a myth? I want to see if there's any parallel to a possible... Watchmen reveal, you know, that's what I'm really mm-hmm. waiting for. Ooh. And like they did say they're taking their time with integrating the Watchmen in the DC universe, but uh, there's just hints everywhere in all of these books that I'm just like, ah, oh, 
I can't wait to see the kids. Whoever this fucker is in uh, in Action Comics, he's in a green hood. I cannot figure out who the fuck he is. Mm, Trunkler. I knew it. It's the green hood, duh. (laughs) It's the green hood. (laughs) How did I miss that? (laughs) So you're you're reading uh, Action. Do you recommend that, dude? Honestly, both. uh, I hate to say this because, well, we are Batman fucking driven here. (laughs) But, dude, both Superman titles are good. Good. Everyone's okay. been saying that, and it's not a bad thing to say you like other comics, man. Read them shit. It's not a bad thing. Read them shit. Read them shit. Yeah. Hashtag that. So, uh, Kate's fall is about to put a bullet in Bat's head, and then Batwoman and the whole squad come out and they're attacking the militants, which is really cool. I mean, damn, Batwoman, Tim Drake, Cassandra Kane, Clayface. Fuck, even spoiler, man. I like this squad. So, <laughs> so keep it coming, man. Shout, you know, shout out to James. Tying in the eighth or fourth or whatever. The f- I have to admit that uh, it's probably my favorite book right now, Rebirth. Man, it's a. Uh, I'm surprised, happily surprised. But uh, real quick, anyone read Red Hood and the Outlaws other than Adrian? Didn't have it in my shop when I grabbed it tonight. Yo, man, I saw it today, and I was like, I was against the writer because that the, art's good, dude. That art's amazing. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I, dude. I cracked the book open. The first page it has uh, Jason Todd taking the wheels off the Batmobile, like a modern version of it. Really good looking. I'm like, okay, nice. I'll grab it. And uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just skimmed through it. But Adrian, what happens in this one? Maybe you could take us through it. No, no, no. You you got that wrong. I have it too, but I skimmed through it just oh, you like you through do. It too? All right. Yes. So yes. So we don't know what the fuck's going on. But uh, skim them shit. Skim. skim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but going through it, dude. It, 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 I guess it's a callback. It's who's reminiscing. I think it's uh, Jason yeah. reminiscing on what what happened that first night he encountered the Batman, dude, and uh, how their story unfolds from there. It looks like a fucking great read, and it, I can't wait it, to it really to read does, it. But and the artwork is phenomenal. I mean, oh yeah, like, it does. Yeah, it looks great to go up there and pick it up. Dexter Soy, do, do it. I recommend you pick this book up, bro. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Man? Just to, just for that callback alone and seeing him. Uh, talk about what happened with them and what really went down. It's something I think everybody should be uh, it, picking up and looking at. The flashback of the crowbar scene, and it's, it uh, does, it dude, does, the dude. The artwork in this is so. <laughs> oh, wow. The artwork. I haven't. This guy is amazing. This artist, whoever this is. So. I had a flashback of the new Fifty Two run, and that's why I didn't grab it. Yo, I I hear you, man. I hear you. Other than, <sighs> but I it's like Starfire though. You know, bang them shits. So. <laughs> you guys have this book in front of you now. If you get a chance to read, just look into the last panel of the book. There's something there that just it touches you. It pulls on your heartstrings. Yeah, actually. And if you didn't, true. yeah, you look at it. It's something that Alfred puts together. Uh, reading through it now, and uh, it, it looks great, bro. Yeah, I just want to, you know. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to see what's behind that. They had a ton of Batgirls in my shop. They had no... Well, they had that in Civil War, like, a ton of that shit. Mm. But they had uh, no Red Hood and the Outlaws. Huh, that's weird. I don't know. Well, he's still he's, popular. He's pretty popular. I guess so. Even though, right. Yeah, with the millennials, with the kids, dude, he it's, he's popular. The way they're writing them now. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, every post we make, someone's Jason Todd. It don't matter who it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks the Joker and Suicide Squad's Jason Todd. That's why we... Oh, I believe free. that. I'm 100% um, behind that, dude. Well, <laughs> they just called it out, though, dude. Didn't they just debunk that? One of the producers? The, the director. David <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ayer did. Yeah. He's like, cut that, that shit out. <laughs> he should. You know what, dude? I think that was a mistake on his part. I mean, let us... Let us dream, dude. Let us, let us, you know, fuck mm. with that for a little bit. Let it, 
you know, smoke mess with screen. our minds. Yeah, mm, smoke, smoke screen that screen. shit. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Shit. What I'm hoping for is that they keep him on ice, and then in the first Batman movie, he'll be under the Red Hood, and he yes. comes right after Batman, dude. Oh, that would God damn it. Oh, That'd be fucking dope, dude. Oh. But no, I think they're gonna let him loose in this, dude. Oh. I, from from what I'm seeing. So did you guys you guys cover that uh, recently, didn't you guys? Which one? The newest trailer, the SDC trailer one, the uh, just one that just came out a couple days ago. No, oh, we're gonna cover that later. Tonight. We'll, cover, we'll cover it tonight. Oh, okay. Okay. And, uh, no, we're gonna go over that killing joke. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, let's uh, uh, let's crack it up. Let's 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 get it going then. Uh, fuck for, yeah. First on the list, the Wonder Woman trailer. All right, I'll open it up like this, man. It as it was as good as I hoped it was going to be. I mean, mother. Man. <laughs> Dude, that opening scene on the water. Oh, that water first. Right now, it's hot as a motherfucker in New York, right? That water looks really good right about. Then you see Gal Gadot, man. She just looks angelic. Kidding me? And she's looking, Great word. Well, you know what I liked about it? Because, you know, obviously, the, the time era, it's set way in the past, like World War One era. I think, yeah. And they made it look old. Right. And... I love that. I, I think it adds some depth. It adds weight to the film. It just gives it a different feel than a lot of like Suicide Squad. That's all you know. It's going to be bright and flashy and yeah. fast paced. I just love that that nostalgia look. Maybe because I'm old, but no. I just <laughs> I think it. I think it. I think it really does psychologically when you see a film done that way. It puts you back in that time where you you know you believe it's actually going back in that era 1920 or whatever it's set in mm. i'm really looking forward to the cinematography and, and all the action scenes man the fight scenes yeah. looked unreal they, especially uh, like you know when she jumps up and she's got that bow and arrow oh, yes oh, oh my oh, god oh, Dude. <laughs> so you know yeah, okay. the, the thing is that this is definitely the first trailer where the nobody could say anything bad about you know it's just it, it's it's flawless and personally one of my favorite parts is how her armor is more colorful more vibrant more saturated so she contrasts with the gray gloomy atmosphere of war and soldiers and their old i read something from the production that uh, the reason why her armor was darker in dawn of justice is because their reasoning is that her years of fighting between the time that this movie will take place on the time of Dawn of Justice. It's the congealed blood of her enemies oh, yes. has darkened her armor. Wash them shits. It looks like she just got a black wash. I agree with you 100% with this trailer. I mean, it's a fucking 10 out of 10, dude. It, it just it just woke every nerd fucking feeling in my in my body. It got us me and my, my wife's a huge Wonder Woman fan and seeing this, just a smile on her face, like yeah. finally, well, finally I get something that's gonna fucking blow me out the water. Something that she loves, you know, and, and me seeing her do that just geeked me the fuck out, dude. And it's it I think it's gonna be a great fucking movie, bro. You know, I have no qualms about it. It looks fucking great Patty and Jenkins, um, I can't I wait. Mean, I can't imagine well, yeah. being the, I, the, when she was holding up a shield and blocking off incoming rounds, just like oh man. <laughs> it's just Yeah, that's awesome. Oh. I've been looking forward to anything think, Wonder Woman since. I think yeah. it, it's a type of movie that, and she's the type of character that gives every type of audience what they want. Of course, you know, guys like it because she's beautiful. Mm. Girls like mm. it 
you know, your wife, my wife is a Wonder Woman yeah. fan. They like it because it's a, you know, a, a empowerment of of woman yeah. uh, movie, and she's mm-hmm. a she's a great character. I heard she has Kids a great are gonna personality too. Like people, really she seems see, like yeah. a real sweetheart. People speak very highly of. It's one of these movies that's so well rounded. The character's so well rounded that it's going to reach a very broad audience. Whereas, like Batman v Superman was a very targeted audience by not only the script but also you know some of the plot i Mm -hmm. I think this will be one of the comic book movies that will get consideration to win awards i i think it's that well done or it will be because that patty jenkins dude she knows what she's doing what else has she done uh she did monster and she won awards for that and it's oh yeah oh yeah she did monster that's right that's a good call dude yeah what director too she won best director for that right yeah yeah. Yeah. No, I one thing the only thing that bothers me, I think you guys brought it, someone brought it up. Now, is this set during World War One or World War Two? Looks like uh it might be both, honestly, but I think it's World War One because it looks like trench warfare, but she's coming out and like knocking away all the mortars and <laughs> yeah. shit. Okay, because I after rewatching uh Bat uh Batman versus Superman <clears throat> Oh, hold on, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Um, <laughs> after watching that again, revisiting that title, sorry, guys. I just, I have to. Um, no, that's for our shows, listeners. It, the, on her photo, it says 1908, and she's with uh, Steve and the rest of his, uh, some of his comrades in that picture that Lex has. Now, 1908, that's way before World, World War One, right? Or am I wrong? How's, is my history all fucked up? Well, let's mm-hmm. see. <laughs> Google, uh, Google them right. shit. So once I seen that and I seen, I'm like, wait a minute, something doesn't fit. 1914 you know? and 1918. Yeah, see, yeah. so so if anyone's gonna be picky about shit, they're gonna bring that shit up. I'm not. I just I wanted to make sure if I got that wrong. You know, I know if it was my history that was fucked up, and I didn't bother to Google that shit. And um, uh, people might catch on to that, but that that's not I'm sure. That, I'm sure they're not gonna have stupid historical mistakes like something happening in the wrong year. There's a whole yeah, lot of people I involved in making a movie. Yeah, I hope not. We'll we'll, we'll see. No, this movie. Just, I, I don't looks think great. everyone is so. I don't think everyone is so afraid of Zack Snyder that they're all going. Oh, should, should we should we tell him? Should, should we? Tell him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they lit his ass up on fucking Twitter and everywhere else. Well, he's he's pretty much done over there, right? Is that what we're hearing? What's coming out the no. pipelines now? Oh, no, he's still uh, he's still making uh, Justice League. Oh. He wrote. He co-wrote uh, Wonder Woman with, uh, oh my God. with everyone else that's on it. Yeah, but they got the Messiah on it now with Jeff Johns. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. yeah. We're going somewhere. all Johns. Going all fucking Johns over here, dude. Well, well, let's well we, remember, we, we've been all Johns for a long time. Well, with, yeah. I'm yeah. the noob. <laughs> <laughs> let's remember, guys, wasn't Johns behind the Green Lantern movie? He produced it, but he wasn't like... I thought he was the main writer. I could be wrong. Uh, there no. there were... Whoever it was, someone had actually written the movie, and then it had been changed so far from what they wrote that they didn't want to be involved with it anymore. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Wh- whomever it was. No, but Says, I'm, I'm with director you guys. I Martin in... Campbell. Oh, okay, I believe in uh, Jeff Johns, dude. He's he's a great writer. He's one of the best ones that we've had in years. So, or he's been doing it for a long time. Is what I meant to say. And um, I believe what he's doing. I, I think he can handle that. He, he he's got to do. Just to bring this up too, real quick. All all you guys are fans of Batman versus Superman. I yeah yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. You know what it is. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, you know I, I like the... I like that it brought out certain moments and and big stories and put them in a live action setting. You know, obviously, you know. 
it was a more comic based movie than like 89 or Batman Begins or, you know, Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. And that's what I liked. I liked seeing plots from key stories put on a live action scene. Mm. They they either made a shorter film or released the Ultimate Edition. I think okay. it could have been two films. Yeah, right. I, I, I agree with that. Because that, the that. Ultimate Edition just makes so much more sense. I left the theater the first time. I was like, it, it was dark, mature, fucking brutal. I fuck, I thought, I love the boundaries they were pushing. When I saw Nightmare Batman, I was like, this is on a whole new level. But I understood right when I left the theater as well why a lot of people might not get it or might not like it. Totally understand. And it's, personally yeah. for me, I, I'll, I don't like Jesse Eisenberg. I don't fucking like him. Oh my so God. to me, that took a lot away. Jesus from Christ. I'm going to b- that kid if I see him, dude. He's out here too. So if I ever what? see him, dude, I'll, 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 I'll get one for, for the whole bad force. personally, because it was such a long film, I, there are chunks of it I like to take away and think they're just amazing. Like Wonder Woman, like the nightmare scene, like that fucking fight scene in, when he's um, saving Martha in the fucking uh, factory or whatever. I never seen fighting like that before in a superhero film. Yeah, it was just—it's just a whole new level. If you really like break that scene down, I've never seen anything like it before in my life. It's just—it it looks like they were really trying to kill him on set, and he's just ricocheting motherfuckers. So, so it's definitely going to be a most talked-about film for quite some time. <laughs> well, I mean, we, so let me—I assume we're all. But fans wait, what? What were your biggest? What were your biggest gripes with Batman vs Superman? Jesus, well, let me get into this. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, but do the short version. Because <laughs> I went, we, we, well, like we gotta movie. have someone that disagrees with. Us. That's yeah, true. Well, yeah. I mean, That's why you're look here. At, uh, <laughs> honestly, our, you guys, most of you guys might know, or for your listeners, um, I do another podcast called The Super Show, and we went on a three-hour rant about <laughs> this movie. You know, some were good, some were three. Yeah, I, so let me go back to yeah, uh, Man of Steel. You know, so Man of Steel, guys. I don't give a, f- a damn what anyone says. I fucking loved that movie. Yes, thank you. I did. I, I did, dude. I, I I love it. It's one of my favorites. You know, people, they're going to burn me for this. I, you know, I don't care. You have your opinions. I just love that fucking movie. I'll back you I, up. You know, good, me. good. There you go. It's because, you know, I didn't grow up on uh, the 80s Batman, or uh, Superman, dude, yeah. uh, which is uh, Reeves. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to be like Christopher yeah. Reeve. And that's that's just, no, that's you know, not going to happen. You know, real quick, yeah. Man of Steel for me. Every time I watched it, I liked it more. Oh, exactly, dude. It's weird. It's like exactly. the third or fourth time I watched it, I loved it. But the first time I didn't love it, the third or fourth time, I, I don't know. It just resonated. Dude, dude and Shannon and fucking Fiora. Oh, you know, Fiora. Dude, they rule. Oh, man, boy. How did you not Great like villains. that at the first watch, dude? How did, how did you not like that? To me, it was everything a comic book movie should they, be. Uh, I was clapping. I was clapping out of my way the, out of the, the theater when I watched it. Even the beginning when, when they show him as a child and he's seeing an x-ray and he's you know, it's, he's trying to tune out all of the audio that he's taken in at that heightened level. And great Superman film. I think, I think for it me, is. for me, I, I, I'll say this. I like the movie. I don't love the movie. But for me, it was just like kind of the pacing of it. And it starts, you know, when he's already an adult. And you kind of have to, me having a, you know, a background, I could, I know what they were doing, you know, where it was starting in his story. But like my wife and, and some other friends... They had no idea what was going on, and then it uh-huh. would go, it would go forward, then it'd go backward, then it'd go forward, then it'd go backward again, forward mm. and backward, and that to me was like, okay, let's just go forward, mm. put on the fucking tights and fly. <laughs> <laughs> See, now it's funny you bring that up because that's the experience I had with Batman versus Superman. Right. You know, I'm coming off the high of Man of Steel, dude, and I understood from the get this was going to be more of a Batman movie, and I had no problem with the Batfleck. I put that out there right now. I think. 
fucking great. Every scene awesome. that he's in, especially dressed as a Batman, is just fucking killer. My opinion. A lot of people don't love it. You might be. You're wrong. He he killed it as Batman. Okay. <laughs> you're wrong. Now, now the, the the movie as a whole was a fail for me, dude. It just maybe because like of the house coming off of from Man of Steel, like I said, and just the story was just. It, it was all over the place. You dude. Felt like I, it was bounced I, around. Did you see the Ultimate Edition yet, though? I, I did. I, okay. I've seen it twice. Uh, one for homework and one because I couldn't believe I watched it for homework. So, you know, I'm seeing it twice over again. It it didn't really change my opinion on the film, you know. Uh, like, my wife's giving me that look like, we're really watching this again because she, she hated the movie, <laughs> dude. Right. And I'm like, yes, I know. You know, she wouldn't let me buy it. And I, and I say that, you know, <laughs> I'm being nice when I say she wouldn't let me buy it, you know. But I, you know, I break rules. You know, I'm a rule breaker. I'm one of the one percenters. <laughs> I bought that. I bought them shit. Bought so them I shit, went. Uh... Yeah, I got it. And you know, <laughs> some. You know what? It fill in some plot, some plot holes at you know, from what my experience in the theater was. But still, overall, I didn't like so it. So your main gripe was that film. it was just all over the place. That's it right. was all over the place. I didn't like what they did with Superman compared to what was going on in Man of Steel. Right. Uh, everything felt forced. Fucking Eisenberg, you son of a bitch. Eisenberg, that, yeah. oh my God, I can't get over him playing Lex. Right. I can't, dude. You know what I'm saying? But right. hopefully they'll fix it. I've said this before about Lex. He's not the Lex that everyone thinks he is. No, I he's still young. There's that part. There's, kind of there's, stupid, but actually. There, no, who he is, though, think, think about this. That part near the beginning when the senator and whoever else come in to talk to him at LexCorp, and they say, uh, you know, something about uh, whatever, you know, the, the man behind the company, whatever they said, he says, that's my father's name on the sign. Yeah. Not mine. Yeah. Now, keep yeah. in mind, Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor's father's name is Lionel Luthor, not Lex. So this is the son of Lex Luthor. We might see in a future movie that the actual Lex Luthor, his father, Breaks him out of jail or something. That's what I'm hoping. Brian Cranston yeah. comes in. Yes. Now there's a part. There's a part where he says he refers to his father being dead, but that could just be like you know he's dead to me or something like that. Right. That's what I hope. Well, yeah, we can all hope for that. Well, I still hey, one don't thing, like Jesse Eisenberg. So you, you know. one 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 thing that uh, my buddy Rachel Sinestro did bring up, and it's a good point, dude. Uh, we we can't hate Eisenberg for doing that because he did the role he was asked to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is what they wanted him to do in this movie, and and he achieved it, dude. He played the the millennial guy. You know, it's not the Lex we grew up or we know about. It's just his new. It's what would it be like if he came out now and he got this act that made billions of dollars. True, this still, is that still guy putting dude. in an irritating. He plays the same know, character over in the every top. movie he yeah. does. Yes, his yeah, best yeah, movie was Zombie Land. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, I love Zombie Land. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> that's, that's, where he needs, that's his lane. <laughs> that's where he yeah, needs that's to where stay. He stay. Yeah, yeah, exactly, dude. Complete. So that that was my main. Those were the main gripes I had with the movie. You know, and maybe I expected too much from it. Mm. I expected too much from it and didn't get what I wanted, but it left a a bad taste in my mouth. You know, the best thing to do with this film at this point for some people is to pick pieces that you like from it and walk away with that. Like, well, just like Suicide Squad, we still don't know who the main villain is. Trunkla. Told, well, know. obviously, <laughs> we we know, but the general audience doesn't know. But in like <laughs> the advertising for Batman vs Superman, we already knew that it was going to be Doomsday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they let that slip early. You're right, dude. And You're that right. that's the cool part about it is is they're all villains. 
Yeah. It can be <laughs> one of them. You know what, though, man? I think. And plus, well, Joker's in it. So. Yeah, oh. I'll tell you one thing, though. The, the backlash that Batman vs. Superman did initially get, I think it was somewhat of a good thing in the long run because I think the studio and Snyder and everything knew from the get go where they need to adjust a little to make well, more concrete. Well, you, you know what? And that's what I said this to, the, to uh, this kid. He wanted to go back and forth with me. And I was like, dude, it. <laughs> Are you going to sit here and fucking tell me that every Marvel uh, Universe movie is good? Ghost Rider. Didn't you like Ghost Rider? Oh, my God. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I did not watch that fucking film. I did not give it the time of day. And you know what's funny? I was talking about this on on Instagram the other day where he brought up something with – well, was it Black Widow, right? And I'm like, dude, I have no interest in that film. No interest in that film whatsoever. You know what? What she does in the Civil War film, in uh, that cat film, which I love, it, her parts are great, yeah. But do I want to watch a stand? Does that give her the standalone? The, you know what I'm saying? Does yeah. it give her a right to make that movie or the people behind this to make a movie? Absolutely not, dude. That's not something I'm interested in. Nobody in my family is, but mm. some people will go watch that. I'm just not one of those people, dude. But we should move it along, though. Now, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it will be for, on this forever, For, for the next film. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, let me, I'll do the intro before everyone goes crazy. So, you know, um, Warner Brothers released a four-Comic-Con Justice League trailer mm. with two purposes. One, to show what each member is going to look like in the film. And two, to let everybody know that it's not going to be as dark and gloomy as Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> you know, those yeah. are the two main functions of this Comic-Con trailer. Keep a Teaser, keep in mind. Um, yeah, it is, it is a teaser because they started like rec- uh, they started filming, I think, in, in mid-April. Yeah. So, I mean, people got to kind of remember but that. This, this was a tactic by Warner Bros. saying, listen, everybody, it's okay. It's not going to be as We're not dark going as Batman anywhere. Superman. Here's a couple of jokes for you. And, uh... Yeah, and that's a good fucking call, dude. I'm glad you pointed that out, and that's for everybody listening. This this is not a, a, a trailer, if you will. This is something that they did cut together for the people at Comic-Con. I mean, we've all seen it a dozen times already, I'm sure. Right. But this is just something that they wanted to put together, just a sneak peek, if you will, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. No, it's so like this... this is what they look like. It's yes. not going to be that dark. Don't worry. You know that's. So I just don't know why they put Superman trailer. on that poster. He's dead. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's a good call, dude. That's a good fucking call. Um, but uh, well, but we 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 all saw the <laughs> we all saw the final frames of Dawn of Justice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So you know, there, there's <laughs> no, no secret on, that he's coming. I mean, if the dirt shakes, that means you're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, all that meant to me was that you know they say when you die. Your body still has gas in it, and eventually oh, will he farted. It. So he just did a super oh, fart in the gasket, and it kind of blew the dirt off. That actually makes sense, dude. So yeah, I'm fucking that, super dude. gas. Yeah, it's yeah, super flatulence. <laughs> Where's the fart? Let's talk about uh, the looks of the okay. the suits of these characters. Justice League. Go go, members. Power Rangers. No. <laughs> All right, I'll throw it. I, I don't give a fuck if you look. Go, go ahead, throw it off. Go, go, go. Yo, dude. man, I don't care. Power Ranger, Iron Man, Daredevil, motherfucking ladybugs. I don't give a. Fuck. I love how the suit looks. That prototype. He suit, looks. I Jesus. think he looks good. I think. I think the suit. You're talking more. Flash. Flash. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm gonna put it out like this. I just saw like a million memes, and they're they're putting him next to. 
or they put him in a picture with the Power Rangers. Dude, oh they, they, my god! And then someone did dude. it with Black Panther. Dude, the Black yeah. Panther. Oh, Jesus Christ! Dude, you know no, what? Go, go, go ahead, Charles. Here's go the ahead. thing, man. I don't, I don't want a fucking Golden Age. I don't want Golden Age spandex anymore. This suit, the detail, and the way the aerodynamic feel of it, because the dude is like tall and skinny too. I, I just think it works. You play Injustice or anything like that, where you see him in motion, it, it it does a lot more for me visually than if he looks like Grant Gustin. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. For me, I think of the Flash as being very athletic, so he's got to have like a suit that's durable enough to withstand him moving so fast. And to this, to me, he looked a little stiff and clunky. I don't know. This, you know just what's that? Someone said mind. that it was... I um, think Flash needs armor because when Flash isn't... A- like uh, a fighter like Batman is. And the second he comes against someone that can deal with his speed, right? what's going to protect him, you know, right. from someone shanking him? Right. Well, the idea behind the suit makes sense. If you guys already, do you guys know about that, right? A printout, a 3D printout from NASA or something, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's what NASA uses uh, for the ships that come, that are, just come, that are coming back down back from orbit. The, that, yeah. yeah, exactly. To, into the atmosphere, atmosphere. and they, they, they deal with that heat right. and the friction. And that's, they're saying that's Flash's speed because of how fast he is. He has to have something to protect him from exactly. that friction. And it okay. makes sense. It makes total sense, but the suit, dude, I do not like it. Uh, well, what, I don't, dude. <laughs> why, what, what, what is it that you don't like about it, though? Okay, so I'll bring you back into – let's go back into the 90s, guys. Let's go back into the 90s, into the 90s uh, TV series Flash, right? Yeah. Which I don't know about how you guys feel about it, but I'm a huge fucking fan of that, dude. So you're, you're still coming off of that. that well, no, I'm going from that. That's the first version I see on my You're talking like screen. Super Hulk Flash where he was like beefed up with the fake beefed muscles. Beefed up Flash, yes. Like right. bigger than he was in the comics, which didn't make that sense. He was, he was fit, but he wasn't buff, dude. So that threw me off. Okay, but we go to that. We go from that. We go to from Grant Gustin in the TV show, which is more of a Flash coming out, a Barry coming out off of like our comics. To right. me, that too makes a lot of sense, dude. And now we go into this robotic armor. You know what I'm saying? It, it just doesn't feel right to me. It just uh, it true. makes the suit the, the... really sounds like they're going in an injustice route. You know, they... but is that what we want though? As fans, it depends how they're going to put together a Justice League story. You know, there's a million yeah. there's a million different ways you can go with it. Injustice in general is a really brilliant plot. You know, so in this movie <laughs> that he's wearing that he's wearing the suit in, he's not fighting Captain Boomerang and shit. They're fighting like uh, Steppenwolf and yeah. you know uh, a big level threat. whoever else whoever else is coming from from Apocalypse. Not you know they mention... could be fighting parademons and shit, and he's going to be in uh, in a spandex, spandex suit. Exactly, and not to mention it's 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 a prototype anyway in his world. It's something he just started to develop. They said that uh, eventually Batman is going to get him a better suit that'll probably Ooh. be more yeah. concrete with uh, okay. what you're expecting. Okay, so let me stop you right there. I'm thinking that. When we first see him in the film, he's going to have his own tailor-made throwback Flash TV series kind of suit. And the suit that he's wearing now, the armor suit, is what Batman makes I know, isn't, isn't, isn't that, that suit that, that he's assume? wearing? I, isn't that suit what he's wearing what's hanging up in his that's house when thought, he walks yeah. in and Bruce's? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what I right, thought. Yeah, yeah. You're right. yeah, you're right. You know what uh, other so, thing I like about the suit is that there's some black in it, too, that breaks up the red. I don't know. It just visually, for me, it, it really works. But, you know, if some okay. people don't like it, I get it. <clears throat> you know yeah. what? I hate I hated the suit for the TV show. Really? But I, yeah, and honestly, I got you. used to it. It's like yeah. I don't, I don't even fucking care. 
You know what? It I'm, is kind of weird that they, at the same time, they have the TV show version, and now they're going to have the cinema version. You know, has you, that ever been done before? No. Well, like if um, if you look at if you look at Marvel movies, there are there were two Quicksilvers in the movie universe. Yeah, uh, you're right. So, you know, Fox, whatever's it, coming it, out of gonna Fox happen sometimes. Do you guys <laughs> really think that Grand Gustin would fit well in this? this movie universe like with the rest of them because if you if you like photoshop him in with the rest of justice league it looks he kind of looks like a, a kid in a halloween costume next to them in the, i'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm well, you can obviously tell who's got the bigger budget to, to design stuff yeah like, of course even even if even if you threw in like think about how much bulkier the tv green arrow looks than the tv flash even if you threw the tv green arrow Stephen amell on screen if you put him next to Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, he's gonna look like a kid. What about uh, yeah, yeah, about dude, fucking Aquaman, dude. <laughs> Can we talk what? about yeah. that? Dude. Dude, Ben's <laughs> like six four, six five. Cavill's yeah. fucking six three. Dude. I mean, yeah. dude, anyone next to him is gonna look small. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point, dude. Hey. That's good. But uh, Grant Gust is what he stands at six two, doesn't he? Does he really? He's just a skinny yeah, kid. But, yeah, he's yeah. Tall, yeah, yeah. He's, he's tall, but he's as built as I am. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking curved Jack, dude. <laughs> curved curved Jack. But he, uh, you know what, dude? Grant's so good at, for TV. What he he's like in the next small like Smallville level. You know what I mean? Like really good television. So. I actually think that Flash pushes past Smallville, dude. But but, well, but that's it again, yeah. it's with the times. Yeah, you know, you know what? I, I love Smallville, but Flash to me is right up there. I I like Daredevil more, you know, as yeah, far as Daredevil. shows. But I'd say it's right right next to it. I, I agree. Yeah, exactly. I the same. Yeah. I think they're at the same level because I think Daredevil has better actors, mm. but I think Flash has a little bit better storytelling. Yeah, there's lots of work True. with Flash. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But, okay, uh, moving on to Batman. You guys like the new suit? There's damn, nothing, oh, nothing yeah. to say awesome. about that. It's just it's Batman, dude. It looks fucking yeah, great. You know. To me, <laughs> I, they got away from the comic look with the gray, gray and the black. They went it all was black. darker. Yeah, it's darker. It's darker, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, this but, is supposed to they, have a blue they cow. Fixed up, they, they did fix up you know, the, the few problems that I had with that suit uh, from Dawn of Justice, mm. which like the, the kind of the shape of the face and... You know, there were there were those early promo shots that they were putting out where it looked like he was fat in the face because it was just kind of squeezing his face out. Oh, yeah. 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 No, uh, but yeah, Ben they, Affleck they has that, really... Robin, he has that thick jaw, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah he that does. works. Yeah. yeah. But, but it, it looked like some of those eating. shots. Some of those promo shots, it looked like he had a burger in his mouth still. Dude, they always have pictures of him eating. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the one hot toys. And I posted oh, yeah. There was oh, a bunch God. of pizza and, and People KFC. went crazy. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I guess, the, I guess this suit does kind of make more sense because he knows that he's going to be fighting someone or something from another planet. So he's yeah. got to step up the armor in his suit. Is it? Isn't he supposed to get a blue cowl as well? People were saying. So I dig the cowl in the suit too. Hmm. The cowl's we, we, get nice. a lot, we get a lot of rumors going around though that haven't turned out to be true. Yeah. Remember before we saw Flash show up in Dawn of Justice, everyone was freaking out because there was that rumor that when we saw Flash, this universe's Flash was going to get his speed from his suit, what? and everyone lost their minds. And no way! That didn't I am glad I didn't yeah. hear that. Yeah. Yeah, that, is fucking that horrible. went around for a while. It was Jason uh, Todd. The, the story, yes, it was Jason Todd, and <laughs> the story Christ. was that this Flash was going to be uh, 
like a, a track and field guy <laughs> who got this suit that gave him speed. Mm. Mm. So that's on some Iron that bullshit. No, dude, yeah. That, that, yeah. no. I would have hated so that. So it's just an example of how people make up a rumor and get no, the, the internet to out about it. So what do you guys think about Aquaman now uh, we finally see him? I think, dude, the, the casting is perfect. I think, yeah. I fucking beast, dude. Dude, I have everything. No problems with Jason Momoa playing fucking um, Aquaman, dude. I think he looks great. I think he looks, he fucking stands out, bro. He, yeah, he he's like, uh, like <laughs> He's example. another big fucker, dude. Yeah, he, he is, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, all these fuckers are big. Yeah. Yeah, what a lot of people don't understand, I, I know they, they make the, the joke about, you know, the talk to fish kind of shit. You know, okay. If you're reading the comics, that's that's what you're getting pretty much. But to me, I always fall back on what happened on, on who we got in Flashpoint. I assume everybody read this, right? Everybody on this cast has read Flashpoint. Yeah. Now, that was the darkest fucking Aquaman we ever got, dude. And I think this is what we're getting on film. That version, not that, that same character, but that version. was dark, boy. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. Oh, you know what? But, he... He was he was crazy as fuck. I think, to be honest, I think we're gonna get more of the Jeff Johns run, uh, Aquaman, which was great. That was a great yes, run. Yes, yes. And, and he and he he started off that book making fun of himself. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had him go into that uh, into that fish restaurant. <laughs> and, and everyone thought that he was going to kill them and he just wanted to get some food but he did get in a fight though right I remember he got in a fight with somebody in that like bar he, he got in a fight everywhere in that book yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that really stood, I mean besides the look aesthetically he looks fucking great dude right? yeah. and we haven't even seen him in suit but one thing that bothered me about this is where him and Batman are together and I'm sorry if you have Aquaman and Batman in the same room together Aquaman's not gonna be more serious than the fucking Batman, dude. There's, there's no way that works in my universe. Mm-hmm. No way in my universe. It, it could have worked in Flash, in Flashpoint. Going, going back to that. But what, what Batman did we get there? We got the fucking sickest, darkest Batman we ever seen well, come to life, dude. You know dude. what though? This was Bruce Wayne, and Bruce Wayne's a smartass. You know, yeah. so, oh, I get it. And, I get it. And now. and he's on this crusade at at that point to you know to charm these people into working with like him. He, he's literally a smartass throughout that whole trailer. And and Bruce Wayne, if you even go back to the animated series, Bruce Wayne is a smartass, you know? Yeah, dude. You know so, what? I, I'm glad you said that, dude, because you're right. The whole time I'm looking up he has the Batman, cowl but you're right. He's it, bad. It, it's Bruce Wayne right there. When, when that cowl goes on, it's lights off, man. Think, it's yeah. That, that, that exchange between him and Wonder Woman, when... Uh, <laughs> When she asked what happened, he said he's, more he's with us, more or less. <laughs> the, the end. So he said no. He said no. He said no. <laughs> more, more, or more or less. <laughs> more or <the> less. <laughs> so we're we're all digging his look pretty much, right? Sounds like we're all unanimous on that. Oh yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, I, I'll be honest. Well, I don't like the all black. I've seen an all black suit oh. for how many movies? Mm. I like the comic look. Mm. We talking Batman or we talking Aquaman? Oh, I, oh I'm sorry. Aquaman. Yeah. Well, we uh, haven't really seen him. I had in a, a senior in a moment yet, though. He's only had like a jacket on. Had a senior moment, <laughs> and, and it's a big one because everything's bigger in Texas. Oh, <laughs> Can I get a gunshot? <laughs> you you right, know man. what? I I really love the look of Cyborg. I thought he looked. We awesome. to talk about Cyborg. Yeah, let's go you into can't Cyborg. Can't leave him rules, dude. I'm going yeah. off Cyborg. Yeah, Cyborg's so good. Cool. I like how how big is that guy, man? He's, he's a big kid, too. Big kid too. He looked like he's a, a fucking monster kid. on stage. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's about six two, two twenty five. Runs a four four forty. But you know what? <laughs> what? What I really love is how every single every single actor is so enthusiastic about playing these roles as he's 
characters. Yeah. So that 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 makes all the difference in the world when they get get it going. And, but can we talk about that me the those memes going around that shows all of the actors in the gym, you know, like they're pumping weights and shit. And then you got Ben Affleck sitting in his car eating the cheeseburger. <laughs> that's, that's the best. <laughs> I love how Ben can't catch a break. It's so funny. <laughs> like every time he does something shitty, there's a camera there. Oh, God, yeah. dude. So much food. You know what, though? He, The more and more I see him, you know, I loved him in Donna Justice. And just these few clips, dude, it's like, man, he's fucking Batman. Mm. Well, and, and he is Bruce Wayne. Like, yeah, I, I I can't see any problem with him now. Like that's, I I've never had in the Bale movies. There was never a moment where I saw Christian Bale and thought that's Bruce Wayne. True. I back you with that, dude. Yeah, oh, I feel the same way. Oh, I feel shit. the same no, way. No love for Bale. <laughs> I, I, he, Wait, dude, you didn't like Bale as, as Bruce Wayne? Just, yeah, as Bruce no, Wayne, man. I wasn't feeling him. Didn't wow. do it for me. Wow. Oh, really? I'm, I'm just, oh, wow. <laughs> you, 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 know, you know what it is? That's because you're comparing him to Affleck now. And, uh, well, yeah. No, that, I mean, I'm talking out. back when I watched, back when these movies came out. Like, I, I never had a time. Like, I saw every one of those movies the, uh, the first night in the theater. Dude, you I know, always you know why like he was a better Bruce Wayne than he was a Batman. What do you mean? Oh, really? It's not you, saying much. You know, you know why, <laughs> Robin? You know why you didn't see him as Bruce Wayne? Because he's why British. Oh, okay. he quit. Yeah. Actually, actually, he actually, quit. Uh, he's he's, he he's like Welsh he's technically. Dude, he quit in Dark Knight Rises. He quit. <laughs> I was just gonna say oh, the Dark Knight yeah. quit. <laughs> quit them shits. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, but dude, but going back to Cyborg, a lot of people were talking about, you know, that yeah, there's there's some shit going around, but I don't think we're looking at the finished product. And what we're seeing now, is Cyborg alone, to me, looks good. It looks really good, you know. It's yeah, when my son, when my son saw him, dude, his face lit up on that because that's who he wants. That's who, who's the, the care, only character in this film that he could relate to because there's nothing on a kid's show that has Batman or he's just it's all fucking um, Teen Titans right now, right? Teen so Titan, when he yeah. seen when he seen that character, his face lit up like, oh my god, well yeah, Cyborg, he looks fucking cool. And I thought he looked great, dude. You know, I, I didn't care about the CGI. You know, it didn't bother me a bit. And it's not the finished product, bro. And if it is, I I thought he looked good. Yeah, he looks fine. Yeah. I'm, I yeah. Well, that's another thing is Justice League is going to happen before, you know, the Flash solo movie, the Cyborg solo yes. movie, hmm. the solo Batman movie. Right. All these costumes that people are bitching about probably will change. Yeah, they're going to change. Wouldn't it make more <laughs> sense to have the <laughs> solo movies before the big shebang? Well, I think it can make thing, sense. Though. I think it can make sense for characters that maybe not everyone knows to give them an introduction in a group movie first so then people care about them and then people will go see a cyborg movie if they love them in uh, that makes Justice sense because yeah. I mean yeah, yeah. yeah you, know, you, you already have you, Superman you already have Wonder Woman and then uh, everyone knows fucking Batman what I, Justice, so those are three out of the way already before Justice League so you know what I hope doesn't happen is that half of this Justice League movie is spent on creating an origin for each of the other members of the Justice League. I'm you know? worried about I, that, too. I, I think we got a lot of that out of the way with those clips in uh, Dawn of Justice. Mm. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't do it. That wouldn't do it. Good point. Not, God yeah. damn it, Robin, you're smart. <laughs> uh, 
I try. Stay dropping now. It sucks. I don't know, man. Long so, way to go. Look, man. Oh, we, so you know. overall, as a trailer, not not pre, not really a trailer. How do you guys feel about it overall? I I I enjoyed I've it. watched it a million times. I I knew <laughs> they were gonna do some funny shit, some jokes. I it's just mopping up whatever needs to be mopped up from now on, and then, boom, moving forward. So I I enjoyed it. I loved how they all looked. <sighs> I only saw it on my phone, so I didn't really get a to see a real good look at it. Um, I'd I'd like to watch it more. It was just a glimpse, really. It wasn't even a trailer; just you know, a little taster. So, okay, so here's everything we've shot so far. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, so guys, going off of that, I'm gonna be honest with you, and I know I'm gonna get hate mail for this, but going off of that. Off of what we've seen coming out of SDCC, I'm not excited for this film. You know, I, 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 maybe it's because I saw Wonder Woman first and it fucking blew me out the water. Like, I can't wait to see that opening night. Well, you, I wanted something big. But, you know, like I said, it's not the full trailer you, yet. You maybe even, when we get that. I don't even know if you count it as that much of a trailer. It was exactly. Like, it wasn't even, it was just, like I said, it was two things. It's just showing people what they look like, <sighs> cracking a few jokes, saying it's not going to be as dark as the last thing. We have all... What a year and a half until this movie's released. So, but I mean, just if they're gonna give us that, I think they should give us something better. But I think they're just working with what what they had. And like you said, they started filming after three months, though, man. You're not gonna get yeah uh, Yeah. really. Rich, get DC online. (laughs) Well, that's what I read. Also, is that well, that's what I read is that what we saw was literally the only scenes they filmed so far. Pretty much because they had to film it and put together a rush job editing with some cgi and that's literally as far as we've they've gotten on the yeah. film okay so that's a good that's a good call hey, out because that's what it felt like to me it felt well, like it Adrian, was don't worry man i'm telling you bro you're gonna get your black widow movie it's gonna be fine it's gonna be jokes it's gonna be she's gonna ask paul kaya for still friends i will not dude i will not even see that on dvd so we'll we'll leave it as that i I have no interest in that in that black widow you know no interest at all just to be fair what about captain marvel (laughs) well you know what i'm not really a big captain marvel fan dude you know what i'm saying so uh, you give me captain britain you know i'd go see that you know but Captain Marvel. Eh. Will it good? Will it be a good movie? I don't know, dude. Well, you gotta soak this up because this is probably the last time we'll ever mention Marvel again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Get it in, man. You got about twenty more seconds. I, I, I hear you Every guys, time man. I mention it, yeah, I either and, and get shot not... down or it's just me and Grant, <laughs> <laughs> or we'll dude, bring it, up Daredevil. <laughs> no, I hear you, dude. And, hey. and this is this is not coming from like a Marvel hit because I love my DC comics. Just, just to me, it goes Spider-Man, Batman, everything else. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how it's always been like that my whole life. So, so you like the Dan Slot run? I do not give a shit about that run. Thank God. I do not <laughs> care. For I the only Spider-Man right book now, I'm dude. reading right God, now. I fucking hate that Rich, guy. Dude, dude, the the only one I'm reading right now is a Miles Morales <laughs> Spider-Man. It's the only one I give a damn about. The Eric Dan, Dan Slot doing it. I'm not fucking with. Is it so, still Bendis on that? It's Bendis, but he knows how to write that character, dude. That's Miles yeah. Morales, Spider-Man. He can write that. Mm. And I'm okay with that. Meow. This is Selena Kyle. Some call me Catwoman. And when I'm not pulling the perfect crime-snatching diamonds, along with Batman's heart all over Gotham, I'm curled up next to my kitty and listening to Bat Force Radio. Well, man, we should crack this one open then. 
<laughs> the killing the killing joke animated film. Let's fucking go. The killing yeah, guys, joke. This is hey, what I've been here waiting we go. for. The killing before joke we start, animated guys, hold on. Before we start, hold ding, on. Ding, ding, ding. Before we start, let me stand up. Let me stand up. <laughs> <real quick. laughs> We're about to go at it. Come on. Who's clapping? Who's clapping with me, dude? Who is fucking yeah. clapping with me? Yeah, yeah. I'm fat. Yeah, I like so it. I'm sitting down. Go, dude. go ahead, dude. Go All ahead, right, man. So Get the killing it. joke animated film. Jesus, um, yes. It was released in theaters this week. It's coming on. Uh, and, and, it, and it leaked online. Like, yeah, we mm. leaked online and all that. Ah, uh, you pirating bastards. So, um, <laughs> thanks. So, you know, we spoke about it earlier, the SDCC coverage, but, um, you know, Bruce Tim, Brian Azzarello put it out. And it's to make it more of a feature length film, they had to add uh, additional story to it being a Batgirl story. Yeah, the they beginning. did. And, um, all right, man, <laughs> let, let, let's open this up man let's do it all right man batman sleeping with batgirl nah son nah, chill. Nah, Dude. Uh, nah, you know man. okay let's nah, let's man. preface it it's I, I it, a... it's really oh, man. it's really two it's really two movies exactly basically it's a short and a porn and then and then a full length <laughs> And you know what? I mean, <laughs> nah, man, nah, All right, yeah, but why, why I, do you I think they what? put that on I there? Hate, I didn't hate the first part of that movie. I it wasn't terrible. I, yeah, I, I had no I, problem I didn't with like it, that. I didn't like that part. I felt like, you know, Yo, it's se- like your uncle fucking has a boner and he wants <sighs> you to come sit on his lap. Se- it's fucking se- just felt wrong. 76 years of this character development of the willpower of steel, even back down from Catwoman sometimes. He's going to let Barbara Gordon throw him over his shoulder, take her top off, and bang him on a rooftop. The, I don't know who's Batman that is, but it's not the Batman I've been reading. Dude, that's fucking Pornhub Batman. I'm, I, 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 I'm getting there nice dude, and deep well, I saw that part, I'm like, The really? killing jerk. Really? So that, that part right had you shaking your head. I'm, I'm like, really? Yeah, me too. Okay, she, she, Rich, Rich, Rich. Rich, go ahead, dude. You being well, the Batman Beyond fan that you are, you know very well <laughs> love it. where that originated from. Yeah, they yep. wrote it. They, there was... Because there was a story in the Batman Beyond comic where Terry wanted to know, he's asking Dick Grayson, what was it that, why is there such a rift between you and Bruce? Oh, shit. You're right, yeah. dude. And yeah. oh, he shit. brings it up that, you know, he Son was ready bitch. to propose to Barbara and come to find out that while he was away in college, something happened between them two. And Barbara oh, comes shit. to him and Barbara comes to Bruce and says, I'm pregnant. And Bruce looks at her and goes, well, then I need to congratulate Dick. Oh, she comes and she says, she says, I'm seven. <laughs> she says, I'm seven weeks pregnant. And he looks at her and says, well, then I need to congratulate Dick. And she said, he's only been back for three. And then Bruce has to go to Grayson and tell her. And Dick beats the shit out of Bruce. Oh, so, so it's not like Azarello and Bruce Tim just came up with this on their own so wait, who, who wrote the, did bruce tim write that for the Batman? bruce tim was right. behind this so he, yeah he, now, so, so he, he's the one who created this mythos with those two it be plausible but the way it went down visual the way it went down in this film it's just really stretching it and what did tom say the argument was that oh they went back to even adam west days when there was all that tension between him and barbara and you knew it was there see i i'm i'm okay with it because like this isn't like they they didn't have a booty call you know like they didn't plan 
to, to get together and do this. They were having a, this fight. They, it was a heated argument. Obviously, they were real close for, for what, three years she had been working with them at the time? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. three years. And I, th- I think it was just a really human moment. That's what I thought. I thought it brought yeah. out more, it showed more of the human nature side of them beyond the cows, beyond the the fighting and stuff like that. Beyond, underneath, they're still human. And, I but mean, you guys... whatever your preference is, if you're, you know, hetero or homo and stuff like that, if you're working side by side with someone in a real close relationship and you know them better than anybody else over time, you're going to start seeing that person in a different way. And that's what the movie kind of showed is that Barbara started seeing Bruce more, more than just a mentor. mentor. And she, uh, you know, like Robin said, there was a heated moment and something happened and there was a spark and, you know, it, to me, it was basically all set up because that moment added so much weight to the rest of the movie where Joker shoots her. She's in the hospital and Batman's there, but he's not there as Batman. He's there as Bruce. And then also it showed later on in the movie where, you know, because in the first part, the Barbara part, you know, he tells her you're off the case. And she's like, why, 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 why are you kicking me off this case? And he's like, you haven't been to the edge of the abyss where you have to make a choice whether you're going to let, you know, yourself go down that dark road or you're going to pull yourself back. And that showed also where Batman was at the edge of the abyss with Joker because what he was doing to uh, Commissioner Gordon and then also Barbara. So to me, that first half of the film, I didn't have a real problem with it. I wasn't going to go scream on Twitter like some of these hack... (laughs) bloggers you know <laughs> saying that you know that the film objectified barbara and stuff like that to me she kind of objectified batman in a way you know what i gotta add to that though just everything i agree with everything you guys said but i also saw it as like a device to add more emotion into bruce that's like how i saying, took it in, the, in yeah. that situation like okay this is a newer generation and you know all of us could tell who read the book and who didn't at the end of the end the end of the movie yeah. depending on what they're saying I, i've never read like this is a new Batman to me. I've never seen him. I mean, thinking about the dynamic with him and Selena for how many years and just to see him cave in like that with Barbara, that's it's a really I'm with you. Thing. The second half of it was basically chapter and verse, panel for panel, except for like one or two things, which the Funhouse thing didn't happen, which is a little bit of a letdown. But like it was straight from it, the <laughs> even, second half. Even when um, Barbara calls him and he's in the Batmobile on the talk, and then he goes and he's like, all right, later. Like, really? Like, like, what? He's like stage five clinger. That's like, what he's thinking. Like, what the fuck no. did you just say? Get out of there quick. Uh, I'm busy tonight. Shit. But you, you maybe what, maybe man? he realized, you know, this really complicates things. And, you know, for a guy who's historically had uh, feelings for Selena Kyle, he's like, mm. man, I really fucked up here. You know what, though? True. He's banged them all, man. <laughs> Ivy, Zatanna, Wonder Woman, um, Bruce is my hero. You know, it is, uh, <laughs> but you know, it's uh, I don't know. Barbara seems like a daughter to him. Well, that's, that's what I was gonna say. To you, you've always looked at them like that's how her father figure, yeah, almost, even, right? Even even going back to the '60s, man, the whole <sighs> history of it. It's just to see to see that play out and him cave in like that is definitely something new. I mean, I'm definitely gonna I'll get hats off to anyone trying something new and daring, despite 
which way it's going to work out. What what they added, I, I see what they did. And I like like the guys called it out, dude. I think it gave more weight to the story. You know, it, yeah. it gave more. My wife even gave me a look and I'm like, yeah, they're like 20 years apart or some shit. You know, I, I can see the look you're giving me like that motherfucking pervert look. But no, it's not that. It's just it was a human moment, bro. It just happened, you know. The mm. fact that he you know, let it happen, I see where you're coming from. You know, if anything, uh, it's a, you know what, guys? If anything, it's a big fuck you to those who got that Albuquerque variant shut down the back of the so, hey, That's I, another I, thing. I, I, I think that. the whole fact that this movie happened when it did was a, a slap in the face to that whole movement. You know, uh, true. Yeah. Remember, yeah. there were all those articles going uh, going around at the time uh, about all these critics saying that it was time to, to get rid of the killing joke and stop talking about it, stop <laughs> acknowledging it. Robin, we can't take the soccer mom And, and you know what? You know, there's always one of them. <laughs> at, at the end of the, the Batgirl New 52, I'm pretty sure that's what they... I think the writer wanted to say it was like a nightmare or something. It was just a ridiculous yeah, thing it, where yeah, yeah. They, they wanted it, was, it to uh, not It was happen. false memories that were implanted in her mind. And to be honest, this is one of the reasons that I really love Birds of Prey. Dude, they came right in and was like, you know what? This is in fucking continuity. Why do you like Birds of Prey uh, so much? Because the killing joke thing? <laughs> well, no, dude, it's, it's fucking not good. just that, dude. It's good. Right. Yeah, I enjoyed it. This is a new Rebirth one we're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huntress that last week, was right? awesome. Last week was yeah. number one, yeah. 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 But, you know, go, going back to Killing Joke, you know, Bruce Tim, he's like kind of like Dr. Seuss, too. He's kind of a naughty guy because uh, he, I think he put out a book <laughs> of like, no, he, 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 he's like a cartoonist like Seuss was, but they, they put out books of, uh, it's like erotic cartooning or something like that. Well, you know, the, the Batman black and white uh, volumes, there's a story in, I think it's volume three that he wrote where Harvey Dent meets this woman, falls in love with her, and he's already been, like, you know, treated from being two-faced. He's cured. He's Harvey Dent again. He's had plastic surgery. Meets this woman and falls in love, and then he doesn't know it, but she's a twin, and the twin is, like, very... She's very forward and comes to his office, and there's a scene where she's, like, in lingerie in his office, and he cheats on... (laughs) cheats on his fiance with the twin sister yeah. and you know and that that plays into the dupli- that plays into the duplicity because now knowing that she's a twin it sets him back going to two-face yeah. and twins <laughs> twins basil twins twins basil there you go oh, yeah. <laughs> we're off to see the twins no no i get it dude <laughs> Uh, I, I just think it played good to the story, dude. I, I did. You know it's something they added I'll from the you, original story, I'll tell but you, it's, um, it's, I didn't mind it. When it's, I first saw it, I was like, "Really?" Uh, I, I, that's I, what I scratched said. my head, but I was like, uh, "Really?" Like, I at the happen? same time, though, it's like Gramps and uh, Adrian were saying, it does add more to where Batman is going to be pissed now because yeah, exactly yeah, that's true because Joker shot him. Yeah. shot her and took uh, Gordon. So, I mean, it does carry weight with it, but at the same time, it just, I don't know, man. Especially it's if he, like, threw me off. What if you, like, uh, knocked her up and then, you know, joke a shot right, you know, well, there, well, and that's pretty fucked up, too. I've always had this. <laughs> that would be a whole different oh, level, yeah. Oh, up, Jesus. I didn't mean, think about that. Yeah, I've man. always had this that, theory man. that oh, Joker, shit. Joker's always known Bruce's and Batman's identity. I've always thought that. Right. You know, I, I believe and, that, dude. I believe in that. 
the fact that he targeted her the way he did was even more diabolical mm. because of that, you know, what you just mentioned right there. Mm. But the fact that he may have known about that relationship. Right. So think about that. That that twists Joker in a whole different level of evil. Yeah, right it does, there. dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it does. The second half. Like, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, love dude, the song. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I love Pretty the song. Much panel for panel. Mm. And, yeah, uh, and you know what? Oh, the going back to that scene, the overall because I seen it. Did we all see it in theaters, or do we got some pirate motherfuckers on here? <laughs> That's going on pirate. Fifteen dollars. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, we'll go with pirate the pirate them theory. Yeah, <laughs> download them shits exactly. <laughs> I seen, I seen it in, in in theater. You know, with um uh my wife and, and my best friend, and uh so we had a good crowd, dude. It wasn't packed. We had a fucking grid. Every every other show sold out. We saw the seven thirty show. And it was packed. Mm. Now, when it came to that scene, there were a few grunts in the crowd. Maybe a few like, mmm, I don't like that. You know? Throwing popcorn yeah, ex- at the Exactly, fuck dude. Fucking... It, it didn't get that bad. But there was more <laughs> like oohs and ahs. We had some ladies even calling out, I knew it kind of thing, right? Which is <laughs> more of a positive vibe we got in my theater, dude. Which, you know, I, I like I said, I didn't mind that at all. Yeah. But overall, the film, standing, standing up. Mm. Right there, dude. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I, don't know I really guys, liked I that they uh, yeah. showed that uh, Mark Hamill thing before the movie started. That oh, really dude. Cool. I love yes. That. I love that. And that was recent. What did it say? June June 16th? Last month? Did that, bro? Amazing. Yeah, June. June, no, June 8th, 2016. That was last month. We're in July, right? Mm. He yeah. just yeah. did that. Yeah, he just yeah. did that, dude. I thought that was great. I really loved it. You know, you know what's really great, too, I guess, about this animated film is that when the Killing Joke first hit the shelves, it pissed a lot of people off. Now with the animated movie, it's still able to piss even more people off. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That the legend lives on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, but speaking no of that, dude. No one can argue that this isn't a good film, dude. I don't think anyone can argue that, dude. No, it's it, was great. It, was, it was solid, though. Other than, yeah. It, it's just, uh, they nailed it. it. It's heavy. I love when they end it like that. I got the feel, the way they ended the killing joke, I felt the same way I felt when I first watched Under the Red Hood. When it just ends, and it's, it's kind of almost disturbing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's heavy. Well, yeah. I was Let waiting mention... on to see how they ended it because you know in the yeah. in the comic yeah, it's like the, it has that line you know yeah. and it it kind of metaphorically means is Batman going to cross this line right. and and you know there's the laughing one thing that um, a guy on Instagram mentioned which was a kind of a good point I got to give a shout out to my boy uh, Samuel Edwards he said I wish that the uh, ending showed the light shining on the ground, like in the comic. Like in the yeah. book. Yeah, yeah, that would have been cool. Mm. Well, yeah. this is one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about now. In the book, okay, so we all read it. We all read the classic The Killing Joke, correct? Mm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we all own it. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure we all own it. Well, if one of us has it, we need yeah. to be fired right now. Yeah. First, first episode <laughs> we, we aired. If you're, not on, if you're on this cast and don't own the book, not only read it, you don't, you don't deserve to be on this Bat Force fire cast. Them shits, if, exactly, if, fire them shit. Exactly, fire them shit. If, some, if somehow you don't have it already, next week, uh, Killing Joke Noir yeah. comes out. Oh. Okay, so yeah. what I'm bringing up is something that's always been debated, I guess. Now, at the end of the book, does he kill the Joker? I, I don't think so. No. Well, no. That, that's well, the thing. That's why it's open for debate, and we discussed this when we did a, a, and we an earlier podcast. A year ago, yeah. Difference. Yeah, we talked about I mean, Alan Moore designed this story to be just a one-shot. He didn't expect yeah. this to any elements to go into, you know, being included in canon. And so, uh, 
to me, I think he intended that to be the the meaning of the very end. That's what which I is something that yeah, which is something I always got from it. And I I I was I'm sure that I well from what I understand, didn't he recently come out and said yes, this is what happened at the well, end. I mean, Joker dies of that. He dies in that book. Sometimes the correct answer is the most obvious answer, and look at the title. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think it stayed true to that when it came to the movie. Uh, yeah, it stayed really close to the book towards the end, towards the whole second half. Mm. It was perfect, dude. Yeah. I, I think it's so so rude in psychology, dude. That's it's just it makes you think so much around it. Like the the rape scene we're talking about. Like there's so many things we could think about reading into that. Or, dude, what uh, that? No rape, shit. The, did, the did shooting someone scene, say? Did someone now say that he raped Barbara again? The, the Joker. Did someone say that? I, I mean, it's that I meant the shooting scene because, like, some people infer, like, oh, he raped her. We're no, saying so maybe knocked her up internet, some other crazy shit. Whoever in the internet said that again, listen, you <laughs> The Joker. <laughs> Break it down. The, 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 put the mic up. The, the yeah, whole, go. one of the main points for the Joker having a camera on the cover of The Killing Joke is the fact that that's his key instrument in fucking with and breaking down Jim Gordon's mind because he takes naked pictures of Barbara to make it look as if he's raped and murdered her. And he mm. flashes them in the funhouse. But to me, not only to me does the Joker never have a known origin, but has never been motivated by money or sexual favors. That he's exactly asexual. Yeah. That's he's, not him. He's it's a sociopath. Him. All right. So yeah, when you out there, you know, <laughs> listen to them shits. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. You're hearing yeah, aids and shit. That, oh, that's something I never believed in. Right? It's not. Yeah. It's not in his character, dude. It's not in the Joker to do something like that. Yeah, he's a fucking sadistic fuck. But I mean, will he do? Something like that. No, it's, yeah, it's not the Joker, dude. Yeah, he's not motivated. Yeah, I always felt the same. It's it's not his. I I don't feel like he would lower himself to that. He's he's only motivated exactly. by making other people insane, breaking them down. That's his thing. You know, <laughs> <just> <laughs> I mean, Harley's all over him, and he just pushes her away. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. There you yeah, go. dude. To this day, I I still don't believe he's banged Harley, bro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. He's, I've, I've never seen a that, red a place awesome. where he, they come out. Exactly, dude. <laughs> yeah, knowing we need a full some... penetration <laughs> book. But, but, uh, well, not to make me a believer. But if how, how, believe how long until we get? How long until we get a book where Joker opens a zipper and a flag pops out that says "bang"? That would be. Oh, dude, oh, that would be that's so outstanding. Awesome. I'm hey, waiting this, for this... the animated movie where Batman bangs. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have white balls, guys? Is, are his balls white? Just, white eyes, uh, white balls? I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I hope so. It, it might be, dude. It might. <laughs> everything got got fucked up when he went in there. This was a very dark performance by Conroy. It like oh, almost yeah. didn't sound like Conroy. And yeah. Hamill too. Oh, Hamill. Hamill, Hamill was, yeah. I love hey. when he's walking through the amusement park thinking about buying it. And he's talking to the guys. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So good. Dude, always good. So my good. Scene, my favorite scene was when he turns on the lights to the fairgrounds and he just looks and it's all glittering in his eyes. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh, man, that I love that good. scene. Oh, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, how so awesome might... was Tara Strong? Dude, that's... I thought she was I thought she, she... was great. Yeah, as bad girl, gifted. right? Yeah. She... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was a very balanced performance. You know, she was emotional. She was defiant. She was strong. She was, I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Hey, so, so Harley Quinn's now on Killing Joe continuity. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Harley back to Gotham. There we go. Uh, Overall, dudes, I, I give it number 10 easily. 10 uh, easy 10 in my book, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, this, 
Like I, I, I made a post about it on my Instagram. It's oh, uh, up there with like post them phantasm. Yeah. yeah, post them shits, bro. <laughs> it's it's something that I, 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 I can't wait to own this, dude. And um, I'm pretty sure it's out. It came out just, what, Tuesday, right? Tuesday, yep. yeah. I seen mm. it live. I need to go buy it now. It needs to be in my collection. Nice, it's one of those nice. movies you should own. I recommend it. It is great. Awesome. All right, go pick them shits up. Hey, real pick quick, can we, uh, <laughs> can we just react real quick to the... Lego Batman trailer real quick. Oh, my oh dude. He punts Alfred across dude. the thing, and he's like, sorry, <laughs> reflexes. Dude, everyone's raving about that. He's, uh, the Robin's like, Robin's like, where's the seatbelt? And he's like, yeah. life doesn't give you seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Hey, does that, car- does that, is that supposed to be Carrie Kelly? Oh, no, man. I don't no. Think so. Sure no, looks no, no. like it. I think they made... It look like it on purpose. But it's, it's actually, it's I think it is. It's Grayson, Dick, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. Grayson. But he does yeah. look it's, like Carrie Kelly. Like <laughs> it's like a wimpy Grayson, though. It's really funny. So, dude, oh. the part and, where he has his pants and he's, I know how to fix this, and he rips them off. <laughs> I can't look at you in the eye anymore. I love no, he's looking at them costumes. Oh, my God. It's like they get it. They get Batman, bro. They, they know how to. It, they're not making fun of him. They're making him fun. Yeah. And it fucking works. It works with with this property. It works, and I, I can't wait to fucking see it, guys. You know, I'm excited about this shit. Vis- visually, they do those Lego movies so well, too. Oh I yeah, they love, do. I love how it. Yeah, they do. Bring it to life, and uh... and Zach Galifianakis is the Joker. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is he really? Yeah. No Michael Sarah's Robin. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's awesome. Did, did, did all of you guys <laughs> see the Lego movie? Yes. Yeah, I did. It, I th- that's a brilliant movie. That's hysterical. Yeah. Too. So we I, own that, dude. So yeah. Yeah. I've, so I'm. This Batman I'm all movie, in for this one. This Lego Batman movie is gonna be hysterical. I'm just like, now. Is this okay. gonna be a, mo- a movie you're gonna go see in the theater or 3D. just absolutely? Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna take my niece. It, it comes really out funny. in February. Those movies are always so fucking. Dude, uh, my 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 oldest son is gonna turn fifteen, or my second oldest is gonna turn fifteen. He's not gonna probably be with it, but this is a, a movie. My wife and I will be there day one. Yeah, absolutely, awesome. day one. <laughs> that's they awesome. got my money. Yeah, that's gonna be funny, funny when dude. Lego Batman probably makes more in the theater than Batman vs Superman. Yeah, <laughs> shit. I, I mean, dude. True. I mean, the tie. Well, it is. I mean, imagine everybody taking their kids to that fucking that's film true. and all us adults. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. right away, Batman, Lego Batman, they I'm, uh, they got me. They got my money. But, dude, towards the end of that trailer, password, please. Dun, 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 Batman. So, <laughs> I'm in, awesome. dude. I'm 100% in. Yeah. They, fuck, they get it, bro. They get it. And I love they it. Do. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good, dude. I just wanted to squeeze this in somehow. Any, who here saw Stranger Things so far? I started fucking with Stranger Oh, here we go. I did, for sure. Oh, man. For, for, thought I told Robin? you about it, didn't yeah. I? Uh, I, I? I have all the episodes ready, but I haven't watched yet. Oh, it, oh. It's a binger. Dude, dude, you're not. I recommend you. Stop what you're doing, Will, after this, <laughs> and, and watch that ASAP, dude. It is fucking fantastic. Yeah, it really it's, is. It's our childhood, bro. It's all our yeah. childhood. They bring it the is. comics. If you grew up in dude. the 80s, yeah. you'll love it. Yeah. Even if you didn't, it's just it's yeah, a movie. True. It's a show yeah. that you just can't stop watching. You have to have, watch to see and what happens. They next. get everything right. Yeah. 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 Really it's only eight episodes, right? Yeah, eight episodes. Yeah. Eight episodes. And, and they're 45 minutes. 
tops each episode. You're going to burn through it. Dude. I'm, I'm actually on my second watch. I'm yeah. on episode six for my second time, dude. I love it that much. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. It's really I choose great. Toothless. That's all I'm going to say. Toothless? I choose Toothless. <laughs> I, I like 11. <laughs> I, I want to put Hot Toys 11. That's what I want. Oh, yes. <laughs> L? Dude, they, I, dude, they make these figures. Oh my god! Uh, they probably... <laughs> I want the little kid, dude. Uh, yeah, well, uh, Lucas, or no, not Lucas. Uh, Dustin. The yeah, kid. Dustin. He yeah. rules. Dude, like, dude, like I, I said, I choose kid. toothless. I choose toothless. <laughs> <laughs> and the scene that stole my heart, dude. One of the best ones. And I, I don't mean to fucking ruin this for you, Robin, but uh, it, it'll make sense what you see it. Is where they're sitting down, they're trying to figure out what's going on, and she does something. Eleven there, and uh, one of the kids shouts out. Bro, she's like a wizard. Or, dude, she's a wizard. And Dustin <laughs> looks at him. <laughs> Dustin, Dustin looks at him and like, are you kidding me? Dude, she's like a Yoda. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Oh, my God. That scene right there is everything I ever wanted in, in any kind of show, bro. Yeah. You know, they, the fact that they call comic books out, you know, they go from Green yeah. Lantern to Batman books to X-Men. It's, it's fucking fantastic, dude. I recommend it. Dude. I, I made, I made yeah. a list of everything they incorporated. It's Stephen, oh, Stephen sure. King's It, E.T., yes. Goonies, Monster Squad, Firestarter, <sighs> Poltergeist. Aliens and Stand By Me so far, dude. And you know what? Yeah. The one, too. the one part with the, well, I don't want to say, but it's kind of <laughs> like X Files. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're talking. Oh about. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good call. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I agree with that, dude. It's, it's just so, great. It's just so it's damn so good. good. It's weird how they they made this work, but uh, yeah. For anyone who didn't watch, you guys definitely hop on that. It's a, it's a and th- this came. Came out of nowhere, right? So I'm like, here we made this watch yeah. kind of thing. There was really no promotion behind it, no hype. Just yeah. as soon as you come out, you're gonna love it. You know, you're gonna love it. The reason I watched it is because on Twitter I saw all these creators I follow. Stranger Things, Stranger Things. Str- I was like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm binging. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. Where did I see it first? Um, oh, uh, Suzette posted it on her. You guys are familiar with Monstrous. On Instagram? Oh, yeah, yeah. She Yeah, so she posted in her IG account, and I'm like, huh, she doesn't really let me down with the horror shit, so I'm like, I got to get into this. And it from from the get-go, dude, we, we, we just couldn't stop watching it. Mm, yeah, for your listeners out there. Burn through this, Robin. Yeah. Uh, for the listeners yeah, out there, it's a Net, Netflix-exclusive series called Stranger Things, and it's a hodgepodge of all these great 80s classics into this one horror sci-fi mystery goonie-type series it's just it's hard to describe it's so good it's it's weird how they did it but well it's it's like a perfect blend of just amazing movies yeah it kind of is yeah but it it also feels very original at the same time which is weird yeah because it's i don't know it's you have to watch it to understand it's great and uh you know don't get lost in the upside down because uh the upside upside down down. there's no coming back on the upside that shit is a fucking scary place yeah it's swimming pool Dude. Oh my god, I swimming like, pool. I was like, damn, that's fucked up, man. <sighs> oh shit. Uh, <laughs> Going all spoiler. <laughs> nah. Right at the end. What, like some words? <laughs> Fucking skunk. Download them shits. <laughs> Dude, well, you know what I like about you guys? I'll be honest, man. I mean, uh, being the big Batman fans you guys are, I'm glad you guys have the balls to call 
it. If it's not right, you guys have the balls to say it ain't so. That's something I, I really dig that you guys do, man. I really appreciate that. Hey, you know, we, we, we like all kinds of shit. But like, oh, yeah, I hear you, dude. You know, I, yeah. I, I think a lot of people might just think, like, Batman's God and that's it. But there's, we, there, there really is. A t- we, we love, we're, you know, we love a ton of dude, shit. I'm going all Booster Gold. <laughs> and I don't care who the fuck's with me. Hey, that figure gold. looks good. That icon looks good, dude. That booster gold icon looks good. Yeah, Rich, he looks fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen what the new Fifty Two Suicide Squad is up to right now in price? A lot. Yeah, I'm yeah it sure is the fucking. Is too. Yes, it is expensive as fuck. And, and you yeah. know what? And for everybody who's listening, don't drop the money on that bug. It's just not really worth it. Just just wait till the new stuff comes out. When we get that that rebirth title next week, right? Yeah. That, oh, yeah. 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 Suicide Squad's next week. Yeah. Next it's week. next week. Yeah. So you know, just just stay with that, people. Learn from that. Pick up from those books. I, I'm. It's. You know what? The new Fifty Two one. I like the first initial ten issues of that. You know, just dropped it after that. But I would not pay the money for that number one, dude. Don't don't pay three hundred dollars no. for another oh my book. God. Oh. Put put that money into something that you can appreciate mm. for later yeah. on. Yeah. Exactly, like, like, exactly, yeah. like, <laughs> that's, what, that's what you have to do, dude. Buy them shits. <laughs> Bring them shits. Bang them shits and Bang cover them, them shits. shits. Exactly, ah, dude. Crap. Kick them to the curb, <laughs> shits. Hey, so, Adrian, you, you want to give some shout-outs from people's uh, <laughs> Um, If you guys want to look, uh, um, you can find me on Instagram under Ayo Mr. Big Geek. And I'm actually under a, uh, I do a few podcasts with some good friends of mine, um, which one called the Super the Super Show, which you can find on the RLU Network. Shows also found to the complete threes of podcasts. We got the uh, the talk the podcasting dead, which is another podcast I'm on. Uh, worth worth watching. Uh, talk of fire and ice for all you Game of Thrones fans out there. The loading screen. If you're into video games, check that out. And always open your toys with uh, Elson Esther and Toy Addict 22. Those are great shows you can find on the Raw Love Raw Live dot pod dot com network. Uh, there's something for yeah. There's something for everyone. Yeah, a lot of networks. <laughs> on that network, there's something there, and there I'm actually working on something I'm gonna be doing on there on my own too. So look out for that. I'll be making an, amount, an announcement on that soon, and uh, cool. hopefully you guys will dig it. And I would love for you guys are always invited, of course. And um, I want to send a big thank you to all of you guys, the whole Bat Force. Uh, you guys are fucking great guys. If you guys don't know, I know most of these guys personally now, and they're fucking great dudes. Oh, you know, yeah, so we've been, we've been good friends for, for yeah, we've been good now. friends since yeah. the beginning. You know, since it started, dude. I think, and um. You guys are a bunch of great guys. I can't thank you guys enough for having me on. I appreciate it. Love talking comic book toys and Batman with you guys. I'd love to do it again. Well, anytime. Glad so, you, yeah, I'm on, glad man. you got on the. Yeah, thanks, brother. I'm glad you got on for our <laughs> one year anniversary, man. That's, that makes it yeah. really cool. All right, we're at halftime for this mega episode to celebrate the one year anniversary of Bat Force Radio. We just want to take this minute to say thank you so much for tuning in with us for the past year. Um, it's been a hell of a lot of fun. All the guys are just excited to keep it moving and pushing the show onto new plateaus um we got a roundup of huge guests still lined up for this year um news events anything you can imagine just want to say thanks again for tuning into bad force radio it's been a great year and we're just looking forward to push on so let's get back to gotham good people of gotham this is bad force tom's wife thank you for listening to bad force radio now will you take the trash out fine god do it now 
SDCC post game. A hell of a lot to talk about there with Batman and DC and all the good goodies that came out of the convention. This week we have Bat Force. Tom was on the ground. But first, we've got some exciting news prior to coming on Bat Force Radio tonight, which is Jeff Johns is now the president of DC Entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. Can I get it? We should yeah, be yeah. president of the United States. Later, Dan Dildo. President of the United States. President, so Jeff Johns is now in the Mobius chair of DC. So real quick, what, what does that mean for DC? What is he in control of now? Is, he, is DC Entertainment the umbrella for merch and comics and uh, mm-hmm. animation and everything? Is it just... Uh, yeah, it's... it's um, Everything but movies, because that's Warner Brothers, right? Yeah, it's the comics, it's the collectibles, um, not so much the merchandising, but it's it's basically comics, collectibles, you know, toys, statues, all that stuff. It's like DC Entertainment, the umbrella of, so right. just big time for sure. I imagine we all agree that it's in very good hands now. Jeff Johns, DC runs through his veins. What was, Dan you? what was his title prior to this? Was he always co-publisher or did he have a different title as opposed to before? He's been co-publisher for quite a bit. I don't think he's ever been like um, anything bigger than that. All right. But yeah. Because uh, a lot of these media sources were making it sound like he just became co-publisher, whereas he's always been no, uh, co-publisher. Yeah, he's he's been for for several several years. He's been co-publisher with Jim Lee. And what so. was John's title before this? Was he uh, chief creative officer? Chief creative officer. So that's a really yeah. tricky title when you're dealing with that and co-publisher. That's a very close title, I guess you could say. And uh, you know, I could imagine there being some fr- creative friction. Dude, Johns is a big reason that yeah. good shit that's happening. He he was on he's on Wonder Woman as a writer. One of the main people that got the Flash going, the show. He wanted that to happen, and he made it happen. Johns his... did Throne of Atlantis with Aquaman, right? Yeah. yeah. So John, his... <clears throat> he made Aquaman cool, very cool in modern day, and he's um he's done Dark Side War, which. Obviously, is an instant classic at this point, and all his flash work and lantern work and brightest day and Dark Knight, and he's worthy of this title. He's like he's super well rounded too because he actually got his start working more along the lines of like um, the um, you know the television and movie side of DC and Warner Brothers. So he got he got started in that with writing with Masters. Richard Donner. Yeah, I and think then he, he interned with him. Yeah, and then he eventually started working uh, over with DC Comics writing. Um, but he's always kind of had the big picture, big idea of working in television and movies. He wrote a bunch of the later episodes of um, Smallville, which were rad. Where he yeah. incorporated the JLA. He wrote the both Absolute Justice, another one, and he yes, folks, he wrote the fucking Booster Gold episode. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so he's he's been he's been, he's had his fingerprints all across like all forms of DC Entertainment for a while, and so he's like got that well-rounded sense of you know what works in the television sector what works in the movies what works in the comics and what, what about works uh, in, like toys did he he was the one in charge of a uh, that created flashpoint was that jeff john that was um was that him that wrote it he wrote the main flashpoint yeah, title. He yeah. Wrote it. he wrote the yeah, main he wrote the, the main, main paradigm yeah the main. yeah yeah so which kind of kicked off right. it kind of kicked off in 52 a little bit and he's he has a, what's his title with uh, Warner Brothers now overseeing the movies? Was that a, like a uh, well, he, he's chief corrective, chief creative officer and president, which reports to the president Diane Nelson, who is also the chief content officer of Warner Brothers. So he's going to answer to her. But sounds like you know he's not only like what Tom said. They basically took him from being the chief creative officer, you know, not just the comics, but now also 
for the film and the TV side and kind of combined it where he's he's running the whole show. I think it means that a lot of decisions are going to have to go through him. Like he's going to have to okay a lot more than he was, and which is great because I think that there's been a lot of decisions kind of made. Uh, a lot of them lately, I think, have been, have been good. Like Rebirth is good. People like that. Yeah, that's um, a success. Yeah. Obviously, people are liking some of the collectibles too. You know, uh, the Icons line is cool except for the scale, but they're changing that now. Um, Dude, just it? in that Justice League trailer, that little mention that he did in his Justice League run. Oh, with where, the cyborg? Yeah, you know he has input on this stuff. And yeah. honestly, I think it's just going to make everything that much better. He's going to be um, important in kind of making everything kind of like fold into itself. Not necessarily like the <clears> same <throat> universe, but I think just a little bit more continuity, a little bit more. The content's going to have a lot more, uh, you know... Um, the pedigree is going to be a little bit higher than I think it would have been because right. you got him now overseeing it instead of like three or four people. So mm. I think it's going well, to be better in the long run. I'm going to add this. I'm actually kind of scared that he's the president now because that just means my pocketbook is going to get screwed because <laughs> everything that's going to come out is going to be awesome and I'm going to want it. Well, you know what? He he is – Green Lantern's his baby, isn't it? He loves Green Lantern, right? Oh, yeah. So – you, you know t- what though he's wrote he's pretty much wrote every character you can think of and he's taken every character that you might forget about or might make fun of like aquaman and make it fucking good what i mean is this is great because i he's gonna i think he's going to ensure that when it is time for that green lantern movie it's yep. going to be phenomenal. It's going to be so on point. If one thing is, is you know, standing out right now is Rebirth recently. I think that's the most recent thing that everyone applauded him for. Right. So, I mean, come on. You so, know. so, Jeff Johns is above Jim Lee at this point. That's and Dan DiDio. Dan DiDio. Yeah. He's boss. Yeah. Well, he's pretty much above everyone. Jeff Johns there. is going to be like, you get your shit in on time or you're out of here. <laughs> well, basically, it just means that he doesn't have to answer to or run his ideas through anyone to get it going. And I think that's what he's been having to do for a while. And, and you know what? He shouldn't have to because, dude, what he puts out is yeah. he don't put out these just shitty tossed-together events, dude. They're well thought out. It's like when we talked to Fabic, he was like, he thinks out shit two years down the dude, line. Rebirth is a two-year event. At, at minimum, they, I was reading about it earlier. Rebirth is two uh, – they have a two-year plan, and that's not even counting how – Watchmen are going to be integrated yet, so mm. they yeah. he he has this master plan and he he has he's not, he's never really let us down, and I don't I don't expect him to. So he probably had insight on all these new people that we see that are just bringing out stuff that are that kick ass. Tom's kick pick is Jesus with a Jeff Johns face on it. So yeah, it's like <laughs> I you know I forgot that I had that as my as my profile picture until someone like. Uh, screen capped a uh, conversation and I saw him. Oh shit, it's still on there. But that was ever since. Re- was it before Rebirth? I forgot what the, when, when I put that out there. Before Rebirth. Maybe it was Dark Side War. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Dark Side War. Just because, oh god, Dark Side War was so good. Yeah, so f- good. Oh man, I hope they applied that to the second Justice League movie. That would be too good. Too mm. good. Oh. But anyway, the Bat Force fully endorses Jeff Johns as a newly appointed DC Entertainment president. Going all Johns. Johns going to make DC make DC great again. <laughs> yeah, make DC great again. It's great. <laughs> Dude, we're going to get a post out tomorrow with that shit. <laughs> yep. That's um, funny. So, folks, 
Bad Force Tom has had a busy weekend over at San Diego Comic-Con 2016 where so much was announced. Uh, you want to take us through it, Tom? Oh, man. Yeah. I'm, it still feels like it was kind of a whirlwind. I just got back on, what was, what's today? Today's Tuesday? All right. Yeah, I got back on Sunday night. Would you say this um, is the craziest year so far for like a DC fan, maybe? Because it just I feel seems... like it, it felt like the, a tornado. Like DC was DC and Warner Brothers was like a tornado that like flew through Comic Con. Um, because I think number one, I know that they had a couple panels, but Marvel did not have a very strong uh, um, presence as far as films um, because a lot of their films aren't slated for a while. And I don't know, I just didn't hear that much of it, you know. You know, that's um, what I noticed, and and that's what I've noticed at a lot of cons. You know, when I I went to New York City last year, and even the, some of the Dallas cons, and just seeing all the new, the news that you were putting out, and I know we're a Batman-based podcast, so we're a little biased, but it seems like DC runs these cons, man. They put everything into these things because it's the best marketing and advertising opportunity all year. You know, I, I think that um, Marvel is kind of stepping back from San Diego. They have for the past couple of years. They've stepped back from San Diego a little bit and they've put in more attention into, um, you know, they've they've had their, was it the, the D, whatever the D20, whatever is, whatever year it's on. But they have their own celebration now and they got their own Star Wars celebration. So I think that um, they put a lot of attention into that. I can't remember if it was when Marvel, Marvel decided to do all their. Uh, movie stuff at a different con, not San Diego last year. Uh, it might have been, oh God, it might have been WonderCon. It might have been New York. I can't remember. Uh, but it was kind of the same thing this year. Um, I mean, it was just like n everywhere you looked, there was Suicide Squad stuff. I mean, you can, just countless, countless, countless numbers of Joker cosplayers, Harley cosplayers, um, Suicide Squad member cars, co uh, cosplayers. It was just nuts. So that's the best way I can describe it. It was like a tornado of DC and Warner Brothers that just kind of like, just came in and just like, you know, took everything up and then uh, kind of like lifted it up. And, but anyways, um, preview night started out with, I went down to the um, DC Entertainment press event uh, that they had over at the Marriott, um, which was awesome. So basically what they did is they, um, they filter, you know, members of the press into this conference room and uh, it had an open bar, which was legit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the middle of the room, they got the open bar and then on the other ends of the, every other wall, uh, it's got a table and like, you know, everything's set up. So they're pushing Wonder Woman hard because this year was, uh, the Wonder Woman 75th anniversary of the character in comics. Um, so they had about three tables of merchandise all for Wonder Woman. Uh, and it was all ranging from like statues to figures, uh, like Barbie dolls, um, you know, uh, uh, kits like, uh, outfits and stuff like that. But a lot of the things that they were pushing too. Um, is their icons line? They're changing it up a little bit. They're making them six, true six-inch scale. So yeah, so everyone's gonna be really happy about that. I think that the uh, I think they're Rich. gonna finish up a few of them, <laughs> finish up with a few of the figures in the scale that they had been putting them out. Um, but then they're gonna eventually put them out in a six-inch scale. So they had a couple of those out, which looked freaking incredible, man. Like those things up to six-inch scale looked amazing. We have some pictures of those up on the uh, Instagram page. But um, they had basically. Um, Batman, they had a rebirth Batman, they had a rebirth, oh god dude, the rebirth Flash looks amazing. It's basically like the same kind of outfit scheme as the old uh, DC Universe figure. You know how he had the kind of uh, yellow Flash marks on him and stuff like that with the red suit? Um, so he looked amazing. They had rebirth uh, Hal Jordan, Cyborg, um, basically kind of, you know, a couple of the rebirth title uh, figures around there. 
Uh, and then also they're pushing really hard their DC films. So they had uh, DC film statues. Uh, so they had like every member of the Suicide Squad is getting their own statue. Um, it's about a 12 inch. I think it's about a 12 inch statue. So, uh, you know, you got your Harley, your Joker and then everybody else in the Suicide Squad. Um, they're also pushing DC films uh, figures now. So their price point is going to be about $50. And uh, it's another six inch figure. But they're, you know, super articulated, highly detailed uh, wire capes. They got an armored Batman on display. They had a Superman on display. Um, they had a Zod, Feora, and um, they all looked really nice. You know, they ended it off with uh, some of the animated series stuff that's going to come out. Um, they're conti- just there's if you're if you're collecting animated series figures, I feel bad for you because they're not stopping. They're just going crazy <laughs> on those. That's why I never started. Fuck. Dude, they're just pumping them out like crazy. Well, do, do you think they're going to eventually announce new ones as well after this wave? Or, well, yeah, I mean, this, um, that great ghost they, man needs to come sooner or later, boy. Man. They, because yep. what were the newer ones that you guys saw that they had not shown yet? I think it was Harvey Bullock, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, Ventriloquist. yeah, um, New Adventures, New Adventures, the Joker. Oh, that Batman, um, with the interchangeable heads and capes. Oh, it was yeah. okay. So that's the that's the expressions, uh, expressions expansion pack, right? Okay, um, so, so it, is it coming with a figure or just the accessories? No, it's just accessories. So is it's that, just a cape and different, uh, swap swappable uh, heads. It's about eight of them, like how, six how to many, eight. How wow. many capes? I think it's just one cape. Oh, from what I saw, that image showed three that that's been yeah. floating around. It has the mask of the phantasm uh, look, like from the cover. It has that cape in there too? I think. I'll have to double. I mean, I think the one they had on display was maybe only one, but right. it doesn't mean they're not going to come with more. The, what they were showing off the most was was the expressions. Yeah. So like, um, you know, his face is. Well, I'm that glad was it doesn't of, come with a body actually, because you know, kind of would have been more expensive. Yeah. Um, this is probably going to. I'd assume it, because it doesn't come with a figure, it's just the expressions expansion pack that it would probably be around the same price as a normal figure. Right. Can we get a uh, Trunkler expression uh, expansion pack when he's pissed <laughs> when he's shooting? <laughs> but um, that was that was out there being shown off, which is cool. Um. What else are they doing? They're doing Dark Knight Returns animated figures with Carrie Kelly, Batman. Uh, they got a mutant leader that they had on display. Um, oh, they have. I haven't even shown you guys that they have. They're having a new line of uh, Harley statues called uh, Red, White, and Black. Uh, Red, White, and Black. And so it's basically Harley Quinn statues. They're not black and white. They have some red in there, but there's about four different ones that they had, and from all different kind of designers and artists that they kind of uh, they're going to do them off of. Um, they got that Frank Miller Joker statue coming out. They got Damien yeah. coming out, um, Damien Wayne coming out, but just like a ton of stuff, man. I mean, it was, it's just a lot, a lot of stuff coming out basically a lot more collectibles coming out. Um, and I think that it, fe- it felt like there was maybe a lull a while ago for the statues, the black and whites. Um, but it sounds like they're coming back, you know, big time. Um, so that was kind of the big stuff that was, um, up for preview night that I saw, you know, a lot of the collectibles that were out. Um, then we saw the Mezco booth. They were showing off their armored Batflick. Um, they had the reverse Flash. They had the Captain Atom. Uh, and then they had the other Donna Justice figures. So they had Superman. They had the standard Batman suit. Um, they had a comic book Joker and a Suicide Squad Harley. So those all look pretty sweet. Um, NECA had their 1 and 4th scale uh, Mayor Penguin. Uh, their 1 4th scale Batman Returns Catwoman which a lot of people were pumped about because I don't think they had shown that off yet aside from uh, press photos. But those both look really, really nice. Um, and then, yeah, the Sideshow booth uh, was showing off all the Suicide Squad hot toys. 
Oh, my um, goodness. They got Breather Batman. Um, they got um, Joker. They had two different Jokers on display. They had uh, Harley Quinn on display. Um, they had two Joker henchmen. They had the uh, the smile, the smiley face guy. Um, so the Joker Batman imposter? That was the biggest. I think everyone was talking about that because right. I think for the most part, it's kind of like a potential spoiler for it the is, plot. Yeah, because I, I was people kept asking me, and I was thinking, Hot Toys has never just created a figure. It's always been from some kind of source material. I was talking to uh, the person who ran the booth over at uh, Sideshow. And, you know, Hot Toys isn't their company. They they basically put out Hot Toys. Hot yeah, Toys is its own company. Uh, but they get a couple of, you know, they get a press release for the figures when they get them in, when they're going to send them out and pre-order them, whatever. So I asked her that question. I said, you know, the, Hot Toys never puts anything out that isn't screen accurate or isn't accurate to some source material. Does that mean that that's going to be in the film? And all she did was just smile at me. She wouldn't say anything. <laughs> oh, <dang laughs> so, I mean, I kind of appreciated that because she didn't want to give like a hundred percent spoiler, even if she knows something. Yeah, she's being pretty cool oh, about it. Though. Quick fun fact for the listeners yeah. and anyone: uh, uh, Ben Affleck's Batman debut just a couple of months ago on Batman vs Superman. Yet he already has five different versions coming out from Hot Toys, and that's not even including the Justice League Batman suit. Name so that's, what are they? Oh, they, it's okay. It's um, they put out the Batman vs Superman standard bat suit. Batman vs Superman, Nightmare Batman, Batman vs Superman, Armored Batman, uh, Suicide Squad Rebreather Batman, and J- a Batman Joker imposter. If you want to count that one. So technically, then that there's could be a half and half. Six. Yeah, well, the, they'll they'll be six they got, when they got that black Onyx one. Black Chrome, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. So that's black even chrome. another one that yeah. Which they've never done with anything. Right. That's just like a souped up in a version. Yeah. Of Tom, did they have any accessories for like all of the Hot Toys except for the Joker imposter one? The Joker imposter one had accessories also. Oh really? Yeah, I have to go flip back through my uh, pictures, but oh. every every hot toy had an accessory. Right, had PC, something. you hopping on that or what? Yeah, I, I hung <laughs> up the thinking. jersey about a week ago, and then they brought that out. So, <laughs> so Tom, how did Har- hot, how did the Suicide Squad Harley Quinn hot toys figure look in person? Um, she she I'm I'm wondering if they're gonna come out with a different um head sculpt or if it's just gonna be the one. She looks great. Mm. But she's like got a big wide smile in it, like little, like little. Too like she's much, laughing. Right? Yeah, yeah, she's laughing. So it, I mean, it kind of limits the expression by by having. I don't know. Like I said, it might come with a swappable head. Most of them do. Yeah. Um, her hair is actually it's like hair. It's not uh, plastic like some of the other ones. Right. Yeah. Um, she looked great. I mean, it's you see some of the pictures and video. It almost looks like you're looking at a. A press photo of, of the cast and not really a hot toy. It's just crazy, man. Man, I don't know how Hot Toys does it, man. They must have fucking slaves over there because they they did the whole Suicide Squad line. They did the the Marty McFly, Doc Brown flying DeLorean piece. Oh yeah, Dude, Star Wars, Civil yeah. War, and that's just the that's just the Suicide Squad and Batman stuff they had on display. They had a, I mean, they had so much more stuff that. It, we just don't cover because we're not, you know, super. Right. Or we're not um, Marvel, or we're not, um, you know, we don't do Star Wars. But they had a bunch of Star Wars stuff. They had a bunch. Right. Of, they didn't have too much Marvel stuff, I don't think. Uh, but uh, a lot of, um, I mean, they had. Who's the, the, oh my god, the Wonder Woman. The Wonder oh, Woman. How boy. did that look? Hot Toys Wonder. Woman. Just like her, man. Her face is is incredible. Like, yeah. it's weird because I feel like everyone is nailing the Wonder Woman because I saw the Mayfex also, and the Mayfex Wonder Woman figure looks fantastic also. Right. Um, so they just, I don't know if she has, a, I mean, I don't know if her symmetry on her face is perfect and really easy to kind of get, but 
everyone seems to be nailing that likeness of Wonder Woman. So every every figure I saw of her looks fantastic. Oh, Wonder Woman's so awesome. Yeah, um, but I think the sideshow booth was just every. I mean, it was a place to go because uh, number one, they had the Suicide Squad figures from the film that hasn't come out yet. Everyone was going nuts over that imposter Batman. Like every, yeah. I mean, I saw multiple people go back. You know, days and multiple days. So like. I would go back to look at it, and I would see some of the same people. A couple, and we'd all like kind of laugh because, like, oh, you're back, you know. Mm. Um, but also, sideshow was also showing off the Prime One Studios oh, line. I was waiting for you to mention that. <laughs> so, dude, I mean, oh my god, they're going absolutely nuts. Prime One has released um, at San Diego Comic Con their Dark Knight Returns third scale statue. It's crazy. It's pro- it's it's easily it's beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's cool is like the the bases. Prime One is going nuts on their bases, and the base of each of their one third scale statues it has a theme. So, obviously for um, the Dark Knight Returns, it's the mutant leader that looks like he's almost being like crucified or tied up. Right. He's got like he's like chained up and he's like you know his arms are spread apart, and Batman is basically standing on top of that. And, and his big uh, nipples. Yeah, he's got his, You know his what was sick is the, the Bane, where he's smashing the bat oh, signal. That the prototype oh, Bane. Yeah, yeah, the that, so that's a sideshow prototype, that Bane? He's... It's a prototype, yeah. So, it's, wow. you know, a, a couple of them that's say... Night, um, straight out of Nightfall, too. Which is yeah, that's name. that's Kelly Jones. It says, uh, what did it say? Lic- uh, Waiting pet, uh, pending, pending, licensing, pending licensing approval. That just means, basically, that they just have to run it by uh, DC. Yeah. And DC has to, you know, I don't know who owns... The rights to Bane. I don't know who owns the rights to that specific Bane, but they just got to run it by whoever, and then they'll approve. But that Bane is going to be massive. Oh, yeah, it's God. a premium format, I that, think. That so. needs to go next to that Killer Croc. How did the Killer Croc premium format statue look? Oh, super detailed. Like the, I mean, it's like he's also coming out of like the swamp. It looks or not the yeah. swamp. He's coming out of the sewers. It looks like so. Old Nashers. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> his base. <laughs> his base is all like green and soupy and goopy and stuff like that. And. That- that uh that that detail on him looks un- unbelievable. Yeah, it's really impressive. It's really nice. They had so, him. Noel too. Oh my God! Can we yeah, talk about the Prime One Studios uh, Batman Noel, a Batman statue, which is based on the artwork of Lee Bermejo. Did anyone get a look at the base of it, other than Tom in the pictures? Like it's it's like no. that it's like that angel that you see in the Noel book, like uh, mm. on the side of the. No buildings, shit. and it's absolutely good. Like Prime One really does their homework. I have to give them credit for that. That's uh... they had, you know, the Dark Knight Returns, which looked friggin' incredible, man. It's like a battle damage Dark Knight Returns. His face is all like, you know, I got a pretty good close up of on, on Instagram, but texture, man, oh my yeah, God. his his mask is ripped up. His he's got scars all over his face. So that's all sculpt. Everything sculpted. Everything yeah. sculpted. No fabric. Nothing. Just nothing. Yeah, I think that that one's sculpted. Wow. Um. What else was there? Then they had, like you guys mentioned, the Libra Mejo, um, Noel uh, suit, which looked great. Um, they had an Arkham Origin. Wow. That's really, really good, too. Um, That's the one with the Deathstroke mask on the base? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they had that. Um, what else did they have? They had a, uh, they had a Arkham City Two-Face. Oh, yeah. That looked pretty good. Um, which looked really, really good, which is awesome because his base is like, it looks like, not gargoyles, but it looks like like the two women's face. Like, it looks like he's standing on top of a, of a ledge in Gotham City, and it's got two faces on it, and one looks like nice, and the other's like charred. Um, so that one looked really crazy. There was a Harley Quinn. Um, God, what was it? Was it Arkham? Arkham Knight? Yeah. It was an Arkham Knight Harley Quinn. She comes with, did she have the um, the Jack in the Box with her as well? Did you see that? Or, know, or the back? It's interchangeable. Gotta go back, gotta go back to my pictures and remember, but um, they had her. They had another Bane. They had another Bane on there. Oh, God, dude. That's the true. Arkham Knight 
Beyond Skin. Oh, so it's an, yeah. It's Knight Batman Beyond oh. Skin. And I don't think I've even posted that one yet, but that one looks freaking nuts, dude. Oh my that God. looks nuts. I can't believe they oh. pushed that through. That's crazy, man. I had another question about the DKR um, Prime 1. Was there a variant or like an exclusive where Batman actually had a rifle in his hand? That it looks like it's an exclusive or a variant that they were showing off, I think, in uh, at a different convention. Was it in Hong Kong? Yeah, those pictures were coming out uh, this weekend also. That's the same statue, but he's holding a rifle. Wow. So it's yet to be announced if, if it's an exclusive or if it's a variant or what exactly that is. But, um, yeah, that's the same statue. I, I saw that, too. Damn, they're doing um, great work over there, man. Oh, dude. You know, the, okay, so let me, let me bust out the picture that I had of uh, – what was it that you were asking about? Was it Noel? Noel yeah, it's yeah. A cloth that's not a wired cape. cape. It's a cloth cape. If it's wired, I'm not sure, but it's definitely cloth. And uh, they, weren't letting you, they weren't letting you touch it at all. But, yeah, they're all, all these look like they're cloth capes, the um, – the origins is a cloth cape. Um, Did you get a good look at that? Uh, the Deathstroke Prime One Third Scale statue. The base has like a sculpt of the Grim Reaper on it. Oh it's yeah, I got a picture cool. of it's. I, oh, I took man. one of um, together with uh, what's his face, Nightwing, and um, the Deathstroke together. And then there's a Barbara. There's a there's a back row coming out too. That back row is really nice, actually. Yeah, I think it's an Arkham. Is it Arkham, is it Arkham Knight, Knight DLC? Yeah, yeah Arkham Knight. Right. Um, so those look really nice. Um, so let's get that best. partnership going with Prime One then. <laughs> like yeah. Dude, you know what's funny is that they're even giving Sideshow the runaround though, because I was asking I was asking uh, the Sideshow rep too. You know, I said hey, some of these like <laughs> I said how many statues have they announced versus actually put out. Um, <laughs> Because I think how many Prime 1 are out? Just two? Three. There's three. And they've announced yeah. like 12. Um, so I asked her about that. And she goes, oh, God, it's a, it's a nightmare sometimes because they make these announcements on these statues. But there's no there's like a to be determined on everything as far as when it's going to come out. So people are hounding Sideshow like crazy, always asking about these statues. And they have no information on it uh, just because it's not their company. All they get is just the... The images here and there, but um, yeah. So Prime One is just kind of taking their sweet time. I mean, they're they're putting a lot into production, uh, but they're not really, you know, they're not exactly producing it um, quickly. But I mean, that's it shows in the details, you know. Dude, that, that they, they have the product really yeah. nice. Yeah. I, I, and I have to ask, Gramps, are you gonna yes, pull sir. the trigger on that DKR man? Well, you know what? Uh, the wife just went shopping for herself, oh, and shit. um. You know, <laughs> saved up. You can do you know, the payment plan because well, it's exactly. on Sideshow. You know, for her birthday sure. and Christmas and things like that, all she wanted was gift cards to Nordstrom's so she could buy this nice watch. <clears throat> and um, I asked her, I was like, how much is this watch? And she said, don't ask. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> So then I'm. Um, <laughs> then she went. How much and is it. the statue? Don't yeah. ask. Yeah. <laughs> then she went and and bought said watch, and uh, I find out I found out how much it was. So I may use that as leverage for yeah. uh, this 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 Prime One statue. I mean, the thing is like what two and a half, three feet tall. Yeah, just just yeah. under three. It looked like. Yeah, wow. it's, you know they had it on a table, and you're looking at like it's all it's like towering over you, basically up on the table. You know, yeah, I, I want to like coat it in some kind of like water repellent sealant and like put it out in the front of the house, like a, you know a statue in front of my house or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I was looking at that thing in the detail, and I said, "Man, how am I gonna live life without that thing?" <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> 
It's like <laughs> you, there's not, nothing's going to top that. It's they nailed everything. Yeah. They did their homework, and I was. And that's um. So that that's those are the one third scale. Now they got their half scale. They had their half scale <laughs> statues up up and about too. And their half scale statues. It was an armored Batman with the eyes that light up from Dar- uh, from Donna Justice. It's the Henry Cavill Superman, and they had a uh, normal, you know, average, just the regular suit, uh, Ben Affleck uh, from from Donna Justice. And dude. I mean, the armored suit, obviously, it's got, you know, it's got that big metal cowl, so you can't, you, you know, it's, you see his face, and it looks like, uh, it looks like Ben Affleck's lips, uh, but the, the standard suit of the half-scale statue, it, it's scary how, how on point it looks like him. I mean, it's just insanely detailed, and it just, like, perfect face likeness to um, Ben Affleck. It's nuts. So, I think just based off of all that, I think Sideshow got the... The booth of, of the con for sure. I, it had the most traffic. Well, Sideshow acts as one big distributor. I mean, they act as the main American distributor for Hot Toys and Prime One now. So <laughs> you know they're and plus they put out their own great product. So Sideshow's you know they they've kind of monopolized on that one. The high end stuff for sure. Yeah. yeah. Can we talk <laughs> about the Mondo booth? Because Tom, can we yeah. talk? Can we talk about the Mondo? What was it? A six scale Batman the Animated Series figure. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So they um Mondo had announced what it was months ago. I don't want to say if it was me. It was at least six, maybe maybe even closer. I think it was about six months ago. About six months ago or more, they announced that they were gonna start getting into figures. And but they didn't say like they didn't say what. They just said they're gonna start doing statues, they're gonna start doing figures. And then I remember specifically they already had um a print of the Red Rain by Francesco Francavilla. And it was a print that they had put out, and then they were going to make a statue out of that. And I was like, holy shit, that's going to look amazing as a statue. So I knew that was coming out. Um, but they hadn't shown anything off yet, and they hadn't mentioned any other figures. They hadn't mentioned any other statues. And so when you go down there, I had heard, it's like, oh, you got to go down to the Mondo booth, you know. Um, they got these they got these figures on display. And I think everyone was talking about the Ninja Turtles at first. Um, that was kind of the word that got spread around is that there's these really cool Ninja Turtles figures and, uh, you know, Masters of the Universe statues that they got over there. Um, so I went down there and as I'm walking down there, the first thing that like caught my attention was the 12 inch six scale Batman the Animated Series figure. Dude, it, <laughs> it looks nuts. Oh, I mean, amazing. it looks it, it looks nuts. It's uh, it's just it's just, you know, it's a six scale animated series figure like you've never seen it before. Yeah. Um, you maybe said so much attention to detail because it has it's mainly black with like blue tints, very in a, in a cartoony way, just like the animated series. Yeah, and here's what an interchangeable jaw or something like that. It's got a yeah, it's got like a mouth. It's got an interchangeable mouth, so he's got like he's like scowling. Um, so you can change the mouth out, and he's scowling. Um, it's got about three pairs of hands, mm-hmm. uh, batarang. I think like two. I think two, at least no three batarangs. Three batarangs. Um, and then his, uh, like grapnel launcher mm. and, um, it said, uh, order, uh, what did it say? So the price was to be determined, uh, the price was to be determined. Uh, that was big time. That was huge. I-, I think people didn't, I don't think people understand how big of a deal this is that Mondo's getting into this game now. Yeah. Mondo uh, be- puts out quality. They're only going to make 50, so <laughs> yeah, like we're going to get it. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the one thing is because uh, they're they're a very, very, very small company. Yeah. Um, they're very small based out of, I think, Texas, right, Gramps? Austin. Yeah, so they're tiny, and um, 
they they don't produce mass quantities of stuff. They don't. Yeah. Uh, they don't. You know, you got to buy it through them. You can't get it anywhere else. You know, like any company, they'll probably make more money with each wave and be able to mm. produce higher quantities of products. But uh, but you made a friend with them already, so we should be. Uh, we should. Yeah. But they we, also like the exclusivity of it. You know. They because do. Because for the customers, yeah. it it means something more because you've got something that is limited. You know that what I had to do for that gray ghost print they put out, man. Let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that they also. I mean, it's if you go down there, they they were they were the consistent consistently they were the longest line of the entire con. There was they never had a line short of a couple hundred people the entire wow. weekend. Yeah, the entire the Wait, entire. Now this is a line to purchase something or to look to at purchase, purchase. What were people buying? Uh, they had a bunch of prints. prints. Okay, so, yeah. yeah, they had a ton of ton of prints. Um, they do like I think they did some Disney prints this year. Um, so they had they had those prints. They had they have movie prints. They have um, they get the best prints too. Yeah, and, and their prints are done by the commission artists to do them. And like I said, they only have about a couple hundred uh, per print per per show. Right. What they they normally do is they'll say this is a San Diego Comic Con exclusive, so they'll offer it at the con, and they'll also offer a certain numbered amount online for a certain amount of time. Right. And uh, something actually that they did, I want to say, I can't remember which. Well, Jock was telling me. Was it was Jock telling me? I think Jock was telling me that what they did this year that was different was they put up a number of uh, they they put up a print right, and they said okay buy this between for twenty four hours they had this print sale. However many they sold during that time, they were going to make that many. Which which is new. They hadn't done them before. Normally, it's like we make two fifty. When they're gone, they're gone. This time, they tried. Okay, we're gonna do this, and it actually was was cool because for twenty four hours, you can go on there. If you got the money, you can buy the print. Guarantee you're gonna get one. And that's smart. That's, that's I mean, smart, that's yeah. that, that's perfect. Yeah. So I think um I think it was Jock's. I think they had a dread by Jock. I think is what what he was talking about when they had. But uh, like I said, he loves have, working with them. He. He oh, yeah. comes to Austin quite a bit throughout the year to to work with him. I mean, they even have a wall where he drew like a life size Batman on the wall. Wow! Hmm. And how so, um how did that Monzo Harley Quinn statue look? Just like just like the print over there. It's it's um I have did I not post that either? I saw the picture of the statue. But I was wondering how like would it look like in life? Like. It, um. Yeah, it looks great. I mean, it looks like she's sitting down listening to a record player. Uh, it looks uh, like the classic. detail looks amazing. I like how. Yeah. Her, I guess her head, her headpiece is just pushed back a little, and she's like really, not yeah. so animated, but kind of chilling. And so, yeah, she's like yeah, chilling on the rug, listening to some records. But cool. that one looked really nice. Um, they had some Masters of the Universe. Oh, and they had the Francisco Franco Villa Red Rain Batman statue, which looked incredible. Um, that one looks awesome. Um. Oh, and yeah, they had you know they had uh, Master of the Universe figures. A lot of people were going nuts over those um, six scale He Man and Skeletor figures, which looked freaking crazy awesome. Um, they had Ninja Turtles. They had a couple of the Ninja Turtles that were out, uh, but something that um, I can't say specific. So I'll tell you guys after. I might have already said it for, to you guys, but um, something that is very very awesome that I'm gonna have to figure out how the hell to get my hands on because it's gonna be. So me specifically, I really love this. That's a that's a big hint. And uh, there's an artist while he was signing in my sketchbook, uh, while he was drawing in my sketchbook, he was drawing a specific character. And um, you know, I forgot how we got on the on the topic. He goes, "Oh, I you know I just did a piece for Mondo." And I go, "What?" He goes, "Yeah." 
because I just did I just did a piece for Mondo this specific this specific Batman, and I go can can I see that? Mm-hmm. And the kind of looks around and goes yeah okay. And he pulls his phone out and he shows me and I and holy fucking shit, it's a landscape it's a it's going to be a landscape print, and he said they have to get the likeness and approval for um for another character that he has on it. Anyways, it looked fucking amazing i hope it comes out i hope they make it available because i'm definitely going to get that you know i don't i I might even have to pay the fucking Mm. you know the resale price to get it but it's just (sighs) it looked amazing um so that was the mondo booth actually when is when when does the batwing do pretty soon i think tom what does that thing look like in person massive fucking fucking massive it's crazy hey by the way the uh the expression pack that actually comes with a batman figure too it's about 35 dollars on yeah 35 dollars big bad toy store 35 dollars coming out march next year november batwing comes out november Mm. that's something that you suspend from (laughs) the ceiling in your office that's what you do with it Mm. yeah you you put wires on it you suspend it from the ceiling what a monster dude that lights up right it's got then you gotta dust it it. lights up landing gear the whole nine man crazy so that was a lot of merch this year at sdcc huh and that was just preview night but, um... <laughs> this is kevin conroy the voice of batman and you're listening to bat force radio so stay tuned dc so tom would you say dc is just took over san diego comic-con this year again it, yeah it was a tornado like you should have seen the cast of suicide squad um i, I did i missed one the, the one room cast um, but they had both the Wonder Woman cast and the Suicide Squad cast on different day. I think it was the same day or same day at different times. Um, they had them sign at the DC booth uh, where normally you would go upstairs to the sales pavilion for autographs. They had it at the DC booth this year. And uh, I didn't see what um, Wonder Woman was like. But when the Suicide Squad ca- cast came came by, the place, the entire convention floor looked like just a sea of packed people just trying to get a, a look at him. Wow. And um, it just, it was madness, dude. They got some videos up on, uh, I think, the DC Entertainment Instagram. You can see um, where um, the actor who plays Rick Flagg. I love that guy. I love that actor. Uh, that guy, he's like so taking a video. Man, man. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith took a video, and it shows, like, the crowd of people, and they're just going ape shit. Huh. And yeah. uh, that kind of sums up what it felt like all weekend leading up to that. Is DC? Um, yeah. Saturday, I, I love was, that. Uh... Henry Cavill made it up to oh, him. Oh, God, that's so cool. That's so cool, dude, yeah. <laughs> he put on a V for Vendetta mask, and he walked the con floor, <laughs> and he made his way over to the DC booth, and he cut in line uh, to the signing, and he got his shirt signed by the cast of Suicide Squad. And, he, and they didn't know he was going to show up. And so he he surprised, like Will, like, Will Smith was the first one that he, like, shook hands with, and he turns around to take a picture with him, and he's got the mask, and then he takes his mask off, but Will Smith still hasn't looked at him. So then after they snap the picture, Will Smith turns over to him to say, hey, thanks for coming. And then he notices that it's Henry Cavill and he, like, he freaks out a little bit. And then, um, That's and then awesome. he goes up. Yeah, and it's funny because he goes up to the, you know, like who's on there. Jai Courtney is there. Uh, the actress who plays Katana. You know, all these all these actors who probably haven't really met him yet were like Smoke super show. starstruck. Like, it's, like what's his name? Um, Eastwood. What's his first name? Scott, Scott. Eastwood. Scott Eastwood, like, there's a video online. <laughs> Clint. He's, he's, like, 100%, like, starstruck that Henry Cavill is, like, walking by. Mm-hmm. And they all signed his shirt. And I don't know who did it. It wasn't Will Smith. It might have been Jai Courtney. But by the time he makes it over um, to Scott Eastwood and, um, and the guy who plays um, Killer Croc, you could see on his shirt someone drew a dick on the... Uh, on Henry Cavill's shirt, <laughs> everyone's signing That's it, and someone awesome. drew a cock like right there. Like it's a just an obvious cock on his shirt. Like 
I love that. <laughs> I love that. It's Jim Lee. It's an incomplete dick. Actually, if it was one nut, if it was Jim yeah. Lee, you'd have to wait another two months to get a drone on the shirt. After. Oh shit! <laughs> but, and, so um, you're starting to see the the strategy and the pieces fall into line with DC moving to LA, and yeah. all the movies coming out, and then the strong presence at San Diego Comic Con, and then Jeff Johns taking over as president you're starting to see their strategy now and it's becoming more more clear and obvious yeah it's funny because as you know we get closer and closer to suicide squad you hear far less criticism and far more excitement for what it might mean for the universe because before it's just like oh they're trying to play catch up it's gonna suck they're not putting enough time into it and i I didn't hear i maybe heard a couple of people who were like, I don't like the way it looks. I don't like the way the Joker looks. But overall, like, oh, overwhelming majority, I heard people just saying positive things about wanting to see it, you know, being excited to see it. It's funny because I think it's got a lot less mixed mixed, mixed expectation than Donna Justice did. I think everyone, for the most part, knows that this movie is going to be at least a little bit fun, you know, for everybody. And so... I mean, this movie might be bigger than Donna Justice. Just I think it has the potential yeah. to pass it in, in I mean, numbers for yeah, did that, you guys for see sure. that clip um, that I put up of uh, the know, Joker uh, and, the, and Harley in the car, and then bat, bat you know Batman's gaining on him with the Batman. Honestly, I've watched that a million times, and it gives me chills because it's so being spot on. Dude, did you, Dude, yeah. like, you it's see the animated series? Do Margot like, Robbie's face looking at Joker, and she's like Batsy, 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 and I'm like, that's I was oh, like, yeah. and then you. I don't care what anyone says, man. His laugh, I eh, fucking, eh, I, yep. I, I love, good. I love that. Like, he's nuts, dude. It was like a, it was just it wasn't even a long clip, and I'm like, this dude is nuts. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that he was. They have they were on a late night with Conan after Comic Con, and everybody that's in the Suicide Squad is like having a great time laughing, and then Jared Leto's over there looking like you smoked peyote like five hours before, dude. Yeah, but he, like. He looked- he looked that way at the uh at the signing like he was he was there and he was saying hi and kind of smiling and stuff but he was a lot less animated than everybody else was you know they have a great time dude they have they probably have a great dynamic on set yeah dude that i don't know that guy jay he's pretty focused man from what i've read and seen he is dude he's he's also a perfectionist especially when he writes Money White's breakup songs for 30 seconds to Mars, I would say. (laughs) He probably, whenever he got up to the microphone, it was probably pre recorded clips. Dude, well, that that girl was playing katana said like the first time she met him she's like oh my god Jared and he was just he, like for anybody he didn't break character at all and he was acting like the Joker when he met her. Dude, you and know she's what? Like man? what the fuck? Dude, you, you know uh, anyone who's ever played the Joker in a movie has always been a perfection like. Every Jack Nicholson is a genius. Heath Ledger was a genius, and I think Jared Leto, the way he's been, this effort and focus he's been putting into this character, I'm just re- after seeing that part when he looks at Margot and he's what he's what does he say? He's like, "We've got company" or something yep. like. That. I'm like, yeah. "Whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, we'll have to wait probably until you know the next 
actor to actually take up the mantle of the Joker because this isn't the Joker; it's Jason Todd. So we might never see. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's true. Did you say the Joker? Said, fuck you today. He made sure to, to say fuck you to, to everyone with their Jason Todd theories. I want to go back to every post anyone has ever fucking made or any comment anyone has ever stated, and I want to fucking throw a pie in their fucking face. Shut the fuck Don't waste a pie. My lives matter. I'll eat them all. Jesus. Dude, did you Just two days ago, I put a post, uh, post up of, I think it was the, uh, a, I think it was a hot toy of Jared Leto, and someone was like, "Oh, it's Jason Todd. Yeah, it, it's gonna come out. You'll see. It's Jason Todd." But, uh, did you see? <laughs> did you see? Did you see Margo, Margo Robbie in that clip when she takes the gun? And he's like, "You're ruining date night." Like, Shoot. <laughs> That's awesome. It's almost like you're playing an Arkham game or you're watching the animated series, but like with different animation that's what it looked like when i'm watching that scene it feels like that it yeah. feels like kevin conroy and mark hamill you know playfully go you know like here comes batman to take him you know what i mean oh god did, did you see marvel did you get a glimpse of her at the um the yes. comic-con yes oh, go on what was <laughs> she wearing i don't want to say that we shared a moment but um i mean there was i mean time stopped <laughs> i've I don't got know. your scent now wait you you shared a moment with Margot? Yeah, I mean, she didn't see me or anything, but she's like 20 feet away, but... Really? I felt it. Wow. <laughs> you felt I it. waved. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she might have been looking at the guy next to me, um, but, I, you know, I, I think she meant to see me. She was looking at your clone? Yeah, Dude, there you she, go. I think she realizes that she landed a role of a lifetime. Dude, she's been hinting so hard. She's like, oh, I could do 10 more of these movies. You know, I would love to explore this character more. And I yep. 10 more movies Dude. there. <laughs> Dude, just keep it coming <laughs> from what I've seen. So at San Diego Comic-Con, we also got some fun news. Tom, you want to tell us what uh, Bruce, Bruce Tim announced for the future? Oh, yeah. So I think it was Friday It was Friday evening when they did the uh, premiere of The Killing Joke. So they did a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive uh, Killing Joke premiere. And they did like a quick, a really quick like introductory, introductory panel uh, before the film. Where they brought out um, Bruce Tim, Brian Azzarello, who wrote the the screen adaption, the animated adaption. Um, who else did they have on there? Ray Weiss, who played Commissioner Gordon. Um, Tara Strong, who uh, voiced Batgirl. Uh, oh, Kevin shit. Conroy, who voiced Batman. And then um, about five minutes in to just kind of having a quick conversation about, you know, they were talking about, oh, you know, this this is a great. Um, you know, we never expected that we'd be able to do this. We never thought DC would go for it ever since that, ever since we had started diving into the animated films, the features, you know, we'd always tossed around possibly doing Killing Joke. Um, we never thought, you know, they would say yes to it. And then finally they said yes to it. And then the um, the moderator's like, hang on, I think someone's calling me. And he answers the phone and he puts it up to the microphone and it's Mark Hamill. And uh, Mark Hamill was like, you know, I know people say this and I know it's super cliche, but I really do mean it. I wish I was there because this has been a long time coming. It's been a dream to do this interpretation of the Joker. Um, you know, it's a very dark interpretation. It's darker than we've ever gone before. And they, you know, they just kind of kept talking about how each character kind of went to a deeper and darker place than they'd ever been before. And um, so that was before the film. They showed the film. And then after the film, they kind of did a little Q&A uh, where audience members were able to come up and talk and ask questions. And one of the things that they announced was... Um, you know, they're not stopping, obviously. The DC animated film universe is continuing, and one of the upcoming two things are coming out. One is going to be Justice League Dark, 
and the other one is going to be uh, Batman and Harley Quinn, an original by Bruce Timm, um, which is awesome. Everyone freaked out about that. So big announcements um, as far as like what's coming down the line in the animated films. I wonder oh, if Deanie's going to be involved in that too. No. Nope. No? No. It, no. It's interesting because... Wow, that's really interesting. Um, you know... Uh, this is this is speculation, but I think it comes from, you know, a reliable place. But I don't think that Paul Dini and Bruce Tim have a very good working relationship anymore, or uh, at the moment. And I think they're friendly with each other. As far as it, when it comes to Harley and when it comes to the animated series stuff, I don't think they see eye to eye on certain things and where it's gone. You know what? That and, um that would make a lot of sense, being the way you know with the way things have been for so long. I that doesn't make quite a bit of sense yeah think about when was the last time those two worked on the same thing right and you you, you would think they would get them back together more often but eh. i'm sure they've tried yeah. but they both have to agree to it but think about it because you know deanie's got justice league action that he's have has a small part with and then bruce tim is basically the guy running the show for the dc animated films he's the one that produces all of them all the newer ones now that's awesome and um you know, obviously he's doing this Batman and Harley one, and Paul's name is kind of nowhere to be found on it. Uh, so it's just a little bit interesting. Well, but, I um, am glad that they're both active, though. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, they're they're doing their thing in different oh, sectors. Yeah. Everything they're putting out is amazing. So, mm. uh, but then you know there was that controversy too about how. Um, I mean, we'll get into it when we talk about it. But there was, you know, I was there for for what they said was a disastrous panel, um, which is a hundred percent such bullshit. Like it's such bullshit. Oh, that like, that kid pussy, that, that <laughs> unprofessional <laughs> hack. No, that, so you know, here's I don't understand. <laughs> these guys go in and they've already got a preconceived idea that they hate something, and they just want to attack the creators. Well, they already have an agenda, and you know, yeah. I read the guy's article, and he already said that he went into that panel with a disdain for the film and what they've done and he had an agenda well here's the thing is um you know i'm trying to find the 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 best what the the most um i'm trying to find the best words to describe this without being offensive to anybody basically um from my understanding and from i'm in the room i'm, I'm in the room so I, this, i'm seeing this firsthand and this is what i'm seeing uh, and I'm, I think, I think that the heckler and the individual who came up to the microphone right before is the same person. At first, I thought it wasn't. At first, I thought there were two different people, um, but I think it's the same person. You know, and I, I could be wrong, but uh, no, heard... it wasn't the same person because he no? said that he was he standing. Said, say it again. He was standing in the back, and he mm -hmm. just yelled it. He said he was getting frustrated because they seemed to not be answering or addressing the the one thing that he had the most problem with and whenever so, this, so that guy never went up to the microphone at all no no okay so okay so never mind then well, then it actually okay so I'll explain what happened so basically they after the after the film they announced and we've all seen it at this point correct yes yeah. I won't give a spoiler to those who haven't but basically there's a moment in the Batgirl arc that happens where there was gasps in the room. There was like, what the fuck from everybody basically in the room. There was it's a strong like two reaction. different films, right? It's like yeah, it's a and then the yes. killing joke. 
Yeah, so I think a lot of people reacted strongly to the first half of the film. And that was a question that came up in the question and answer kind of panel is that Bruce Tim and Brian Azzarello were fielding questions. A female came up and she's dressed up. She had like this serious Joker makeup on. I mean, like like prosthetics and makeup and a wig. She looked like this fucking freaky version of the Joker. So she walks up and she says, you know, um, I can't help but notice that I feel like you guys made that story all about the men in Barbara Gordon's life and not about her. Why did you do that? And at first, you know, at, and at first, uh, Bruce Tim jokingly points over to Brian Azzarello and says, he did it, like joking, right? Hmm. And then Bruce Tim says, no, 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 I'm just joking. But to be honest with you, I'll, you know, I'll answer that question. I think that we, we made it show that Barbara Gordon is stronger than every man in her life. We didn't make it about the men in her life. We made it, we made, we showed what it's like for Barbara Gordon to kind of show her strength in the face of all these strong men around her. And as as Arello starts to answer his part, um, you just hear someone shouting and then someone shouts. And I, I, I thought it was the same person, but I guess it's not. So someone shouts from the crowd and Azzarello, you know, obviously is interrupted and he kind of like, huh, he like looks and he goes, what was that? And the person shouts again. And then Azzarello says, come up to the microphone and say that. And the guy wouldn't. And he goes, come up to the microphone, say it again. And the guy wouldn't. And he goes, oh, that's right. I, I thought so. Pussy. And then everyone kind of either laughs or chuckles and you know, nervous laughter in there. I fucking cracked up. I cracked up, you know. I love Brian. And then Azarello says, I'll take the criticism, but stand up for your beliefs and say it in the microphone. You know, and basically was upset. It's like, don't hide, don't don't hide in the dark, come out and give me the criticism. Yeah. There was a definite imbalance, I think, that you know, it, and that's they explained it before. It's like you can't just do the killing joke. And it's going to be 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. you got to add something to it. So that's why they did that. But I think, you know, long story short, basically, um, people had a specific issue with it one way or another. But it, rather than voicing it the appropriate way, they wanted to be, you know, a coward about it and kind of interject when somebody else was asking a question and be rude. You know, it just it, it the the creators of the film didn't take anything out of it. It's that it's that individual who tainted that. And the articles coming out saying that it was a disaster on the part of DC or Azarello or that's bullshit, dude. That is everybody, bullshit. Everybody in that room fucking cheered. Everybody in that room and even even during the the parts that were kind of like, oh my god, it made you feel something. If anything else, mm-hmm. it made you feel something, and everybody in the room appreciated that. And so at the end of it, there was nothing but applause. There was no booze. There was people didn't leave halfway. Did everyone stayed until the bitter end, mm. and that's something that no one fucking mentions in any of those articles. That room was packed from the very beginning until the very end. You could not get into that room. You could not. You know, people were waiting outside for an hour and a half because it was standing room only. Mm. Nobody left. Man, so you watched the movie there at the con. Yeah, man. Okay, I, I, cool. I, I, Who I, did? What did you say, Gramps? You you watched the full movie there at the convention? Yeah, yeah, with with everybody else in there who wanted to, and no, I'm telling you, with Bruce nobody Tim and Brian Azzarello and everyone. Yeah, they were all in there. There was also uh, who wow. else was in there? Dan DiDio and Jim Lee were in the audience too. <laughs> and I wanted to say something about Azzarello. One, he's a super cool guy. I mean, if yeah. you if you ever meet him in person, man, yeah, he's he, he's funny. He's hilarious. He shook the he, hand. He's He's, uh, you know, well-spoken, articulate. He's a little bit of a smartass, but he's kind of an old-school, gritty guy. I mean, he's... He's like he's a, a Frank Miller Jr. I like he to, is, you know I mean? and that's why they get along so well. So to come to his panel and talk shit is a real stupid thing to do. What would Frank Especially have said, when, 
<laughs> what? What would Frank have said? Oh my god! <laughs> Probably would have kicked the kid's ass. Dude, I love but um, <laughs> you know, the, you're gonna, you know, present yourself as a professional journalist. The number one rule is don't become the story. Hmm. You're there just to report and write down what happens. Instead, that hack made himself the story, and he should be fired. And, and you and you know what? Uh, Azzarello, he can tweeted about it. He, he kind of figured, yeah, it's been someone from the media, of course. Mm. Yep. Not only that, but it's also tied to one of the shittiest little things in comics that yeah, you Yeah, I'm not get. even going to acknowledge that website that it, he works exactly, for. Exactly, but... You know what? The fact that that kid was all over the, all over his uh, comments saying, "Oh, I know that guy." <clears throat> it's like this happened for a reason, and they set this up to happen. But nobody cares. I mean, if you're going to bring a val- valid argument or crit or criticism to something, then that will last, and that's valid. But if you just go on there to cause trouble like that, then you're you're just an asshole, and nobody's going to remember you. Now, if somebody went yep. there and was screaming. Bring Harley back to Gotham. Now that's a different story. I mean, that would. Oh my god. That would work a yeah, that would just be some fucking idiot wearing <laughs> <laughs> a bag over his head. Bruce. <laughs> it was so epic from Tom's reporting that part of me felt like I was there. Yeah, and, I couldn't put my phone down. My wife was like uh, all weekend, like, put your phone down. I was like, news. Dude, my is, phone kept dying. I was uh, like, news is happening. Like I really I felt like I was experiencing Comic Con through that, and uh, that was pretty cool. You know. Bad Force Tom and the Bad Force always bringing it to you live. All right, well, that's going to do it for this mega-packed episode of Bat Force Radio to mark the one-year anniversary of this podcast. Thanks again, everybody, for the support, for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe over on iTunes and or SoundCloud if you haven't done so yet. And we'll see you next week in Gotham. Yeah.